0: And we're live, uh, down in the basement, Danny, sorry, i uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: already started smoking a little bit. Yes. Uh,
0: this is David fucking Webb,
1: and my name is Danny Phantom.
0: And uh, this is our 2023 What the Fuck recap episode.
1: Yeah, we made it, guys, we survived. It's yeah. been a hell of a year.
0: It has. So much fucking shit
1: has happened. <sighs> too much, man, too much to name, too much to count. Literally, dude, I went to, oh, drop my phone. I went to go recap and literally I had to, I, like, it wasn't like, ooh, clever me. It was literally I had to go through my photos and my calendar to be like, what the fuck happened this year? Literally. How
0: many times did you find yourself saying, oh, right, this awesome, wait, was that even this fucking year? Right, And yeah. then you realized, yes, it was just February and that yeah, feels like dude. maybe two
1: years ago? Dude, January alone. Yeah. Oh, my God, dude. Crazy, crazy. What a year, man year it's but, been uh,
0: yeah so many large changes um so let's start with those what, what large changes uh did you or i mean do you want to go through how actually if we would even figure this yeah out. let's
1: i mean yeah let's let's start out let's start out simple i mean how how's the, how's your last week of 2022 going
0: oh wow now that's a whole different fucking question man. yeah uh, yeah Hit okay the curveball well to be honest great I am more excited for 2024 today than I have been for the past, I don't know, three months.
1: <laughs> word, word.
0: Um, I'm finally... So, I mean, you know, I just got a grant that I've been waiting for for, like, three months that allows me to comfortably make changes within my business. So, obviously, that's a huge fucking difference. Yeah. Um, but also, I'm working with a coach, and I'm, I'm, uh, I have a, a schedule uh, appointment with my uh, new bookkeeper... Um, the first week of January, um, I'm switching from my payroll company, who I didn't realize how many headaches it caused <laughs> to just not be able to get information from your vendors. Mm. But like, I don't know. I, I, I so, anyways, I couldn't properly plan for payroll because they wouldn't really tell me how much I was going to be able. To, I was going to have to pay, and I, there's a lot of taxes. And anyways, anyways, way too into. The, so <laughs> I, I have had a chaotic week that I am I'm feeling great Um, I feel like I've got this shit and you know there's there are so many different problems from 2023 you know coming over but I also feel like I've 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 lumped a lot of them together like yeah, yeah. sure I've got all of this problem but you know what that's this giant problem and I'm gonna figure that out right. and then there's these seven different things that are you know what I'm already working on that this project is gonna do that and right
1: right right
0: I feel like I've got it, but I'm also terrified.
1: It's, uh, it's, that chaos, it's like a bittersweet thing. I feel like sometimes it can be, uh, I can be grateful for the chaos, like, you know what I mean? Like, after, after so long of it being, uh, dull, or like, being maybe stagnant, uh, the chaos is almost, like, welcomed, and it's like, fuck it, man, we got this, like you said, um and being hit from so many different angles you know it's it's like you said compartmentalizing it and uh and taking it in chunks that's really the key to getting over the shit cuz it can be a lot this year was a lot
0: i i get that. Thri- that 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 thriving in chaos thing i've realized um so one i've realized like it's not not just i'm not a lot of people are like motivated by change or pro- i actually almost like the disruption more than the yeah the 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 impact like i like okay something big is changing it's going to be big it's going to be good and so frankly you know tumultuous times like this this constant chaos is my my comfort zone yep normally i have to mess with shit to to create chaos now i'm just you know continuing doing my thing and the <laughs> chaos works itself out on its own and i get to I don't know. If I'm not problem solving, I'm not interested.
1: Same word. Yep. I like that. I like that a lot. And I feel like that's a that's a lot of uh a lot of tinkerers think that way and like, you know, people that are into into technology. It's like I like fixing stuff. I like solving problems.
0: Tinker is such a good word for it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, tinker. Um so so this is the last Saturday of the year, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, dude, um, I couldn't even tell you what Monday looked like, but so far, honestly, it's been a pretty good week, I can't complain too much, you know, we just cleaned the shit out of the house yesterday, um, did a lot of organizing in my basement, dude, freaking, big project this year was, was empty in my dad's shed, because he had a shed full of shit, so yeah. I rented one of those, like, huge dumpsters, like, whatever it is, two ton, or, nice. I don't know, massive, like, massive, just, Dumped a whole bunch of shit. Feels good to like, you know, this is how I'm going to start the year fresh. It's because the shed's empty. The basement is pretty much empty. I freaking uh, took a Sawzall to the old swing set that we had for the kids. I think it was like maybe 15 years mm-hmm. old. It was it was time to go. Took a Sawzall to it. Chopped it all up. Threw it in there. And, uh, yeah, man. feels if like, it feels, I feel more uh, welcoming of the new year than I did of Christmas, you know?
0: Yes. Actually, very same. You know, Christmas, so... I want to first acknowledge, I'm, I'm uh, going into the new year with inbox zero for the first time in my life. I have uh, well, right now I have one unread email. I have to send 175 bucks to an artist designing a custom holster. And then after I do that, that will be the last unread email and I'm going into the new year with inbox zero, which is not the same as a, a fully available shed, but, <laughs> but is you know the similar the, the, the now you can do something with it. Yeah. Now it's not weighing on your mind. and. Dude. I'm going to be trying to do the same thing with my car and I'm realizing, you know, like we need to, I need to reset a bunch of things so I can start from scratch. Right. Um. You know, my digital files, uh, doing a digital reset, like literally like a shed, it's, you know, and honestly, don't be afraid to use the dumpster. It's, yeah.
1: Yeah. Right. Sometimes you just need to fucking dump shit.
0: Yes. I forgot exactly. I forgot the tangent I was about to go on.
1: <laughs> It'll come back.
0: It will. What, what did you just say? Crap. Oh, well, bad timing. <laughs> We're already into this. <coughs> Next year Ooh. we're gonna have a tangent button. I've looked into how to add the sound effects. Oh, nice, nice. And I think I can change the colors, so like we can make it like a nice big red button.
1: That'd be fire. Yeah, that's sick. Um. So well, with that, with it being oh, the Christmas. last, yes, yes.
0: So uh, first and foremost, I you do you usually celebrate Christmas? Like, have you the past decade generally? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So does it feel kind of? different this year like family's not the same tradition's not the same
1: yeah i mean i feel like it's it's been a few years i don't know i I feel like covid kind of just took the wind out of um maybe our generation's like christmas spirit only because we're also getting older Mm we're now like the adults in my case like i'm taking the reins as the patriarch of the family.
0: Oh, in other words, we're now the ones giving gifts, not getting yes. them.
1: Yes, <laughs> we're the ones that are supposed to be hosting and I'm like, I don't want anyone in my house. So, yeah. it's tough cuz I want to see everybody, but I also like don't I'm so tired, dude, like of putting an effort everywhere. That it's yeah. like, oh, dude, I just, like...
0: The holidays are time to relax, and oof, yeah. all of that
1: hosting is not relaxing. It's not, dude, especially when you just already have, like, a dirty crib or you have shit to, to do around the house. Then it's like you're just putting off that even further. And yep. I'm like, I can't afford to do that.
0: Yeah, all of those things just need to be done. And Yeah, no, I, um, I mean, I spent the past, uh, I actually, um... I hired a bunch of people off of Fiverr to complete a bunch of things that I'd been putting off over the, uh, about a week and a half ago, nice. um, knowing that in, um, Christmas isn't a thing in a lot of the countries these people are operating out of. Yeah, and it, so I'd be free to focus on this and go back and forth coordinating on graphic design stuff. Yep, uh, and you know website stuff. And it, anyways, yeah, take advantage of the the fact that it's a. A time when a lot of people are relaxing is something I've tried to do, but also, Christmas Day itself, you know, I'm just, I'm down. Chinese yeah. food.
1: It's Yeah, just trying to hang out.
0: If I'm not in an MSG coma, I'm having a bad day, and, yeah. I, you know, doing that with too many people is miserable.
1: Yeah, dude, sometimes you just want to take a nap, and it's like, you can't take a nap when people are at your house. Literally. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Um, but shit, man, this fucking weed is really good, um... With it being the last Saturday of the year, I brought some Hibiki Suntory Whiskey. It is a Japanese harmony, so to speak. It's a blend of a few different types of Japanese whiskey. One of my favorites. And uh, I'm going to pour us a little bit here. I
0: think this is one we've had before, and it was really...
1: This was... Yes, yeah, I think I okay. bought this when we were on Water Street. Yes,
0: that's exactly, yeah. I, I remember that was good. Okay, yeah. yeah,
1: it's a really, really smooth one. We'll give it a nice cheers. Cheers to, uh, to the end of the 2023 year. 2023 and
0: on to 2024. Right.
1: Mm.
0: Yeah. That's going to be good. Yeah, that's good. Mm. Yep. Yep, that's good sipping stuff. I uh, I've been realizing alcohol is one of those, I mean, not realizing, just accepting more and more. I don't know. It's one of those things that society is so, so, so far away from talking about. Yeah. But it's weirdly in the middle, just because, like... I, I, so, we're talking about things 2023. I've gotten involved in politics in 2023. I yes, found a way in 2023 to get more, diver, uh, like, I don't know, polarizing than I was in previous <laughs> years.
1: ha <laughs> here's another hat.
0: Well, so as I focus in on this polarizing... So, so, like, the problem is, like, you know, it's usually Democrat versus Republicans, and... Yep. I don't, I, that's a whole separate series of things, but locally it's conservative versus progressive, and I'm going even further and saying, well, that means it's, you know, in these specific things, that means they either support this or support this. So I'm beginning to find all of these little things that I find, and because that's the thing, is as you get polarizing, people love you because you're bringing attention to their cause, and so, so I begin to get a lot of alliances along the way of people who are glad that I'm talking about the thing they care about. Right. And then I start talking about something that they are not in support of, which, <laughs> right. which is like objectively making me have to notice this like hierarchical, like there are people who, who, who care about, who, who care about racism, who, you know, stopping racism, putting, uh, speaking up about it, protesting it. And then there's other, but, but, but they are also, but, but then you hear their views on addiction and, uh, and the unhoused and, or, or,
1: you know, I don't know. It, yeah. it's just this no, 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 that's, you're, you're spot on. You're spot on. I know exactly where you were going with that.
0: It gets wild, and that's one thing I'm. I'm so. This has been a big thing for me in 2023 is realizing, um, you know, one that some people are going to be entirely on. Honestly, it's the reconciling the the how like since I've gotten so political and I've 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 I'm you know I'm going to have to continue. Well, okay, here's one a, a whole different view of it, but I've got a, a one of those uh, live strong bracelets on. And it says uh, I got it at the uh, the village's Kwanzaa celebration, um, and it says. We must cling to each other with a tenacity that shocks uh, the perpetrators of evil. It's by uh, Stephen uh, Biko or Biko. And effectively, like, I'm going to need to work with people who I fundamentally disagree with many things on. Yes. Um, and I've kind of taken a, a strong, like, well, I don't even need to care what this person thinks mm. view. And, uh, you know, it. I, it's difficult because unfortunately I, k- I kind of do like these <laughs> yeah, yeah. people are always relevant in some other way. And I don't know, but on the other hand, there's obviously a line of um, if I'm, if you know, you don't want to work with uh, there are people who are problematic and making everything worse and talking with them does only serves to get further away from a solution mm. and anything you say to them will be used against you in city council. And so, so, there's a balance between you got to work with everyone, and some people are actively working against you, no matter what. Right, right. That right. is, I don't know. I uh, at one of the one of the um, it might have been the mayoral thing. They were asked about compromises, and they asked to give uh, reason, uh, examples of when they compromise. And all I could think about is like, you know, why is no one talking about how many times they shouldn't be compromising?
1: Right. And
0: none of them said it, and okay. I was a little upsetting.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: Because there's so much compromising involved, and yeah. I understand that that's really kind of what politics is, is compromising, but if, but, but, what it comes down to is, no, this is about impacting the maximum amount of people with the maximum amount of benefit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to compromise, you can calculate. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm yeah. writing
1: that one down. That's good, I like that. You don't have to compromise, you can calculate. And I think, you know, I think that that sort of uh, political tension, it like... It it remains true throughout life. Um, the like the only comparison I could think of was joining this uh, joining the construction industry. Um, I signed up. I'm like, yeah, I want to do some labor. You know what I mean? Like, it is what it is. A bunch of guys shooting the shit, smoking cigarettes. You know, whatever, whatever. Um, everybody's got each other's backs, and um, it was the same same as you're saying. Where it's like. I'm gonna have to work with people that I fundamentally disagree with. You know what I'm saying? Like open racists, dudes that are proud that they own, um, you know, old German, uh, like old Nazi war jackets that have a fucking swastika on them, like bragging about this stuff at work while we're digging a hole. You know what I mean? Um, and
0: expecting you to be happy for them,
1: right? Or 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 anything. You know what I mean? Whether it's whether it's to bark back or to agree with them, um, and so that was that was just like a an eye opener too, where it's like these people are out there, you know what like think of think of what you think as your best trait and someone might take that as your worst you know and and it's it's just like you said it's compromise it's it's uh it's a balance between what's the job at hand what needs to be done, and how much of a fuck do I give about my beliefs that I'm going to sacrifice, you know, some sort of moral integrity in my own mind to get whatever needs to be done, done.
0: Yeah. It's
1: politics. Everything's politics, you know? Like, at any point, I could have, you know, uh, snapped or, or said something or pushed back at homeboy, or I could have just laid back and not said anything, you know?
0: I mean, but then you, one, uh well, so, sure, but that would affect... I mean, so, yes, you could, but also... You couldn't do it without it impacting your daily life,
1: right? Or the or the job site, or the job at hand, or the you know the the morale of the crew. Yeah, and so it's one of those things that it's like, all right. So you wait till you wait till it's over, you pull them aside, or you do it in front of the group to set a, set a standard. Um, but that I feel like that that like whole bubble of instance is relevant to a lot of parts of life. Well, you
0: know? yeah, but but what's so great about that is what it really comes down to is. If you started to do that, administration would recognize that you are what is causing a conflict in the construction process.
1: Exactly, I'm the disruptor, and it's like, ah, uh, so like, and that's what I realized because, uh, you know, first the first couple of times, it's like I would say something, or I would, or I would make a remark, or I would, you know, I'm sarcastic, so I'm just like, I'm killing dudes with sarcasm, bro. Like they would think I'm Trump's biggest supporter the way I kill him with sarcasm, and um, and then you know, like it just. It's just, I don't know, like it gets taxing, it gets old, and it's, it's, it comes to a point where you just got to like be like, hey, yo, this shit is not cool. Like there's certain shit that you could get off, you could have fun at work. I'm not trying to burst your bubble, but um, certain shit you just can't say.
0: So uh, I've been taking a, a racial equity course, and it's part of the, um, the Chip Worcester uh, leadership thing. I'm going to be interviewing a lot of people from various communities to get, effectively ask how can we improve Worcester from your input. Word. and the, the the racial equity classes helped me pretty much understand better how to talk to them and how to understand their perspective and anyways i i already know a lot and i am learning so much this is uh, i think actually a lot of um like cbt cognitive behavior therapy uh concepts applied to uh understanding you know it's trauma informed uh, work because this is trauma yeah. um Anyways, one of the things we talked about was uh, comfort zones, and so, you know, for me to explain things like, you know, you and I have a lot of rapport, we're friends, I can say virtually anything to you, and you'll say, okay, well, David's probably right, and I should think about that. Right, right, And right. so that puts me in a good position to say, uh, you know, I, I think you're wrong about this, or to call you on shit if, I, yes. if it was ever necessary. Exactly. And, um, but anyways, this is a, uh, it's a comfort zone, but then there's on the edge of that is a growth zone, and most people... Are but uh, right on the edge of that growth zone is a danger zone on the other side of that growth zone, and that's something that was a new concept to me, but made so much fucking sense from something entirely. Oh, actually, I think I talked about this in a few episodes ago. I was push, anyways. Where I'm going with this is these people have a very limited growth zone and a really, really, really big danger zone, and uh, effectively, they're so. But but this comes down to a window of tolerance. How much do you accept of this unacceptable behavior before you say something? Yeah, and it's all situational. Uh, you know, as a like in you in um, know, I actually just gave uh, one of the uh, so one one of the things I learned about was a it was the tenets of white supremacy. It was based on a it was a Harvard it was a Har- well so there's a Harvard report that cited a bunch of other reports um, from it was a 2021 thing and um, it breaks down. Uh, you know, like hoarding power and uh, fear of open communication and all different, uh, you know, uh, sense of urgency. These are all ways that uh, white supremacy is perpetuated in organizations. And um, separately, uh, January 11th, Parks Committee, I'm uh, presenting to them using uh, their past videos as examples um, how they are problematic based on this document. Um, but anyways, I sent this document to my um, to my uh, head technician, who pretty much runs my shop these days. And the, the the point of and I made it clear: you are going to find stuff in this that you realize that not just you are doing, but we are doing at the shop. And it is let's acknowledge it and, and adjust it. Um, but but what it comes down to is this is not like these are things that that just just happened because they happen because they've been happening because people don't think about changing it. Mm. And you know so. Anyways, construction is very much one of those, my job is not to think, it is to do. Yes. And you're forcing people to think, which they don't like. <laughs> no,
1: yeah. No, but I, I like I like what you said just there. Um, what's happening is happening because it's been happening, you know? That's, that's yeah, that's valid. That's valid as fuck.
0: I realized, uh, so I, I'm institutionalized. Um, I grew yeah. up in institutions. Like, I, I was kicked out of public school when I was eight. I, I was in special ed for a long while, um, where I'm going with this is I've real so, you know, I'm institutionalized and I realized that's why I'm doing so good at recognizing what's going on in this city, because this city is an institution. Mm-hmm. All you have to actually real, like under to understand why, ha- what, what happens, you have to understand the people in charge. It's like when, when I was in, you know, grade school, I could say, okay, well, you know, my therapist doesn't have power over this. The supervisor of the unit doesn't have power over this. You get the the director on board with your concept and everyone else has to do what they say. And, I don't know, it's the same, this is all, Worcester is an institutional, uh, sorry, is an institution, and uh, what, when you look at institutional, it's doing things because of the way it's been done, because of yeah. tradition. Usually it's, like, educational, it's, you know, a yeah. or a, an institution, but no, it just means we do things because, and then, you look at city council and you see that they're doing things, they, they're, like, writing laws based on, here's the way we've always done it, let's write it down, and, <laughs> right? Exactly, it's... Um, Anyways, yeah, institutional. <laughs>
1: Comical man. Um,
0: so, uh, what else have you done in 2023? Let's go through the first few things on your list, All like right. chronologically. Yeah. <coughs> oh god. Oh. Although I can't do that, so it's not. It's entirely okay if you do no, can't. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, no. Um, I didn't set it up chronologically, oh, okay. but no, I don't, don't, I can no. recognize it. Um, so, back. <coughs> I mean, we parted before this, but pack. La was it? Was it last September that I broke my ankle? Yes, uh, not because we... it's been a year, right? September was a year, so 2022, yeah, is I, when I broke my ankle.
0: I mean, that's pretty much why we took a, a hiatus. But yeah. I think we,
1: but we parted before then. Obviously, I mean, after then, after then. But anyways, what I'm getting to, uh, yeah. So rehab the ankle, um, got it to where I needed it to be. Um, got in physical shape this year, uh, January and February. Were probably the hardest I was going with, uh, working out probably January through March. Um, so I broke my ankle in in September. You know, rehab. I still got a plate and six screws in there. Um, rehab myself to be able to work out at the highest level I've been working out my whole life. Cool, great, um, fit. I'm I'm healthy, strong. Dad vibes. Um, and then I w- I've been working towards uh, becoming a firefighter for Worcester. It's been years. Um, had the I passed the physical the first time then broke my ankle um, so I was worried I did all the like preliminary classes at the place in a, in a brace did the interview in a brace um, they were like yo are you good I'm like yo I promise you I'm gonna smash this shit um, rehab myself the re, like the final physical was I believe in uh, March did that passed by a cunt hair um and then, you know, uh, I was hyped up, I, I was gassed that I passed, you know what I mean? I it, it was a long journey to rehab my ankle and to get myself to a point of strength after feeling so weak and being so down, so depressed, like...
0: That's a long I, way to come.
1: Yeah, it was it was rough. It was a very rough journey. Um, but I made it, whatever. I talked a bunch of shit on Instagram, and um, this kid that i known since fifth grade, Connor Lamoureux, shout out, Tanning Square, piece of shit, um screen-recorded what I was saying and sent it around to all the firefighters. And so I can definitely um, acknowledge I was being uh, wild, you know what I mean? I was being a little fucking, as they would take, disrespectful. um, But they also don't know me, so it is what it is. Um, I got disqualified on my way to the academy. I already bought all my gear. Still haven't been able to return any of my gear. Shout-out to fucking Snippets or whatever the fucking company is, pieces of shit. Um, spent like twelve hundred on the gear, couldn't return it, whatever, and got disqualified. And so from there, instead of you know taking defeat again, um, I took one of my good homies up on an offer to work construction. Um, uh, went over there, got paid, you know, fucking bullshit uh, wages, but it was good work. It's outdoor work. Um, I'm, I'm doing something, you know, like we're. We're actually contributing to the infrastructure of the city. I'm down for that. Um, and so I did that up until now. And then uh, in the winter we get laid off because, uh, you know, there's not much underground work you can do when the so- when the soil is solid. And, you know, it's mostly just maintenance.
0: I actually did not know that. I mean, I guess, that like, I knew that there was a construction season. Like, there's jokes about the pylon being the Massachusetts State flower. But I didn't know that. Uh, like, I didn't realize that you all – or laid off. I assume there were different jobs or something. That is,
1: yeah, and, okay. And, and certain companies um, won't lay you off, or they'll have they'll have other shit for you to do. But realistically, what we do is mostly underground. It's manholes. It's putting in pipe. It's it's fixing infrastructure. So a lot of that is way harder when it's moist. It's wet. It's hard soil. Like it's just impossible yeah. to do. Um, yeah, so. entirely
0: different to work with. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So, so I'm laid off till the spring, so um, you know, just getting back into my creative bag, getting back into um, you know, the things that give me peace, like trading cards. I'm super huge into the One Piece trading card game now. Okay, so I
0: have no fucking <laughs> Tell me a little bit about One Piece and understand that I I have At one point in time, I I had the nicest deck in Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh! and Magic at at various schools in various ages. But I know (laughs) jack-fucking-shit about what the hell this is.
1: Okay, so... But
0: I've seen how many cards you're buying.
1: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (coughs) So, One Piece, the greatest story ever told. Probably the greatest anime ever. Um, They finally dropped their official trading card game last year, 2022. Um, to give you a perspective, anyone that's listening, the anime came out in 1999. The manga, the comic, I believe, came out in 1996. I could be wrong, could have came out earlier. Um, don't quote me on that part, but I know the anime came out in 99. So, this is something that's been around since I was a child. Um, I didn't even get into it until recently. COVID is what got me to catch up in in the show. Anyways, the story is amazing. Phenomenal. If you've never watched... One piece, or heard about it, and you're into anime, go check it out. Um, you're not gonna miss out. It's a thousand episodes long, literally, um, but it's the greatest story ever told. And how
0: long are the episodes?
1: Thirty minutes, uh, okay. but if you skip the intro, you skip the fillers. Like you can get it down to 15 minutes, and then there's maybe a hu- maybe the hundred filler episodes. So you still got to watch a thousand, but it's all valid and it's all amazing. Okay, so. Give it a shot, anyone that's listening. Um, but yeah, they dropped their trading card game. Um, as you can imagine, One Piece is a phenomenon around the world. People praise One Piece. So when they dropped the card game, um, it was like like certain people knew and, and a lot of people were late. I was late and I'm still like – I'm still Oh, so you're still catching
0: there. up. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's why. Because okay. it
1: came out last year and um, – the game has caught fire. It's hella fun. It's very, very complex. It looks like very simple on, on face, but very complex. It's got um, a mana system simpler. I mean, uh, not simpler, but like similar to Magic and Hearthstone. It's got a life system similar to Pokemon. So,
0: is it actually original, or is it like like what's original yeah. about it?
1: Um, all of it. Okay, like I the mean, whole thing, like the combat system, the it's, it's 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 really turn based. Yes, still okay. turn based, but it's very complex. And the fact that um, you have leaders, so similar to planeswalkers and magic. Okay, you have leaders, and the leaders are the ones that take the damage. Whatever, whatever. Like you have to kill the leader to win. Ah,
0: so th- so the leaders are your your. I mean, the leaders are your pokémon. Okay, got it.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's fun. It's complex, and on top of that, it's one piece. So I started as a collector. I, was, I just saw the cards come across my feed, and I was like, oh, that would be dope. Right? I, I bought like a couple of packs. I yeah. Love... I was like, fuck it. Boom. open some packs. Got some cool shit. I'm like, yo, dope. And then as I'm getting more into the cards, I'm seeing online these tournament cards, like cards you can only get in tournaments. And I'm like,
0: Oh, that's how they yo. get you. <laughs> yeah.
1: I'm like, yo, that is fire. So I'm like, yo, how do I get that Luffy? And, um, and you know, bada bing, bada boom, I start looking up tournaments where in my area. And then I start going to tournaments. I went to a tournament with a deck that was complete shit. I built it off of booster packs. I, I, I built it just to fit yeah. the criteria. <laughs> yep. uh, got trashed. Everybody gave me hella pointers. Shout out to the community. And, um, and now I've been to like five or six. I'm not the best, but I can even out. You know, I'll get two, three wins. Um, I mean,
0: and that, that feels so much better than going in and losing and everything. washed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was or getting paying 50 washed. bucks and then like losing a tournament run. Stopped,
1: one. dude. Yeah. Getting stomped. So... Um, By something that beat all your friends back at school. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and the thing was, I had nobody to play with, so I convinced my brother to play with me. He's all about it. Because realistically, if you think about it, there's no other card game besides the big three. It was Yu Gi Oh, Pokemon, and um, Magic. Yeah. There's no, there was no card game. Uh, Yu Gi Oh. Did Digimon
0: ever have card? Oh, Digimon
1: has a card game, and people play it. People play it, but it's not. It's not anywhere near One Piece right now. Okay. So as far as like hype and a community behind it mm-hmm. and and the stock value of these cards it's like these cards are going for a ridiculous amount dude there's Ridic- there's a, a winner tournament card that's going for like 6 grand on eBay
0: so i've always kind of appreciated how uh, wizards of the coast did magic the gathering like they're effectively just printing money by printing limited amounts of things that have some value in right. different like it is really fascinating that they have that they have created the market and now yeah. Control the market, while like it is just this whole.
1: And they're the they're the biggest card game in the world, in my opinion. I mean, any, anyone might say the same, but um, it's
0: probably. Yeah. I mean,
1: I who, what else is played besides Yu-Gi-Oh? That that widely, you know, Pokemon. or Pokemon. Yeah. So the, and that's why I say that's the big three, and and yeah. One Piece is coming out of nowhere because it is completely different, and while it has similarities, well, it's got its whole fan base. And the, and that too, you it's know, and it's using things. the characters from, and it's, it's just so smart, you know what I mean? To drop it now when Oda finally, um, came out and said one piece is ending. Like I'm on, I'm working on the final arc, you know, cause Egghead is technically the final arc and then Elbath, like,
0: I'm sorry, Egghead and Elbath.
1: It's dude, you gotta watch, dude, you gotta watch, you gotta I, watch.
0: No promises.
1: It's amazing. It's literally the greatest anime I've ever watched.
0: Okay, so I don't generally like anime.
1: Watch it in Japanese. Don't watch it in English because it will turn you away.
0: Then I have to actually watch it. Exactly.
1: That's the point. So even if you get through a few episodes at a time, you're going to enjoy it. I promise. promise It takes a few hundred episodes.
0: Okay, uh uh-uh. I was going to promise promise to give it like an episode, maybe two, if I didn't hate it. Uh, So what
1: you could do is watch the live action and then jump into the anime. Because the live action is bearable. live action is bearable. It's good. Okay. It's it's accurate as far as canon events. So you don't lose out on any of the story.
0: Oh, okay. So I can understand everything you say about One Piece by watching the live action. Sure, I'll do that. Yes. Wait, wait. Is it a TV show or a movie? TV show. How many episodes? Maybe 10. Fine.
1: Maybe 10. Maybe. Fine. Live but action, It's very compelling. The music is great. The actors are great.
0: And they'll then have a framework. If I wanted to watch the anime,
1: yes, yes. And if you don't, I won't hate you. But it's great. It's great. Um, but yeah, dude, card games, One amazing. Okay, it's been it's been a ride this year. Um, it's been a ride, and I'm ready for what next year I has to offer. I'm nowhere near a like competitor as far as the local scene yet.
0: Yeah, but I'm getting
1: there. I'm getting there.
0: But you're you're also getting known for having a collection and being a collector, and that means you'll get to have fun. Plus, more importantly. People start offering you their collection and trade it in a few months, and that's when. Yes,
1: <laughs> and that's my thing, dude. I, like, I, I was started selling my cards at first, and then I was like, I'd so much rather just trade, dude. Like, I'd rather just trade you a couple things for something I'd really want, mm-hmm. than get forty bucks, fifty bucks, yes. like, because the cards are worth it, sure, but at the at same point, like, I'd rather have something really cool, yeah. Because you know? like, that's why I came here, you know, in the yep. first place. Is, that's why I'm here is because. One piece is amazing, and I like collecting.
0: That's part of what I loved about card games. And and, and frankly, actually, now that I think, taking a step further back, uh, Magic the Gathering is and Yu Gi Oh is how I learned to negotiate trading with my friends at school. Yeah. That's how I learned about – so like I worked at a pawn shop when I was 21 and all of the same concepts, the this is worth something to you, it is worth this to us because of this, I can get it here, I know this person with it um, versus I want to get this now. Like all of those – it was all the same concepts.
1: Yep, yep, (laughs) yep. And and it taught you like diplomacy. It taught you respect. You got to stay
0: nice with the person with that card you want to trade.
1: Yeah, dude. (laughs) And and if you're playing somebody and like – even, even just the exchange of, of playing a card game with somebody, like, you have to be a, at least a certain level of decent to sit down and play properly and not, like, you know, just not be a, a child about it.
0: Yeah, um, yeah, there's a, a polite format. Yeah, yeah, even
1: if you lose, you know what I mean? Like, every time, it's every every tournament, I'm like, it's GG. From the yeah. start, it's like, GG, bro. I don't even. I'm just here to have fun, dude. I got fucking two hours away from my family. I'm gonna pretend I'm fucking, uh, yeah. Have know, a good time, you know, and just play. Uh, yeah, dude, it's been good. It's been good. I, I recommend too, if anybody, if you're trying to get into a new card game, or if you're, you're feeling old with Magic or Pokemon or Yu Gi Oh, hop in, in one piece. There's a few decks you can build for a very low startup. Like maybe spend a hundred bucks, and you'll have a competition ready deck. Um, that's not that bad. It's not bad, dude. Like, my the shit that I want to play is like, yeah, it costs a little bit. Um, if I went out and ordered the cards, but I don't order cards, I just sit and play with what I have because I feel like that's fair. Um, and if I win, I win. If I lose, I lose. You know what I mean? But, um, once I get like my brother is the complete opposite. If he is playing something and it's not working, he's like, all right, what do I need to make this work? And then he'll find the cards he needs and then he'll order them immediately. Okay, but that's
0: the fun part. For it, me. Is, it is.
1: No, I love that too, but I'm like, I'll wait for him to do it. And then I get stomped, and then I'm yep. like, "All right, all right, I guess I gotta beef my shit up." You know what I mean? But that's
0: the best part is is you like build a really good deck, and then you like forget about it for a few weeks yeah. because you know you don't want to keep bashing all your friends. <laughs> but but, but you, your one friend that you absolutely wrecked with it has now built a deck to yeah, counter it in just mind. Just
1: to fuck it, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah
0: and yeah. Uh, and then you have to improve yours. Yep,
1: yep, yep, yeah. And it's a never ending cycle, and that's it is one thing that's uh, it's good about having people to play with locally because it gives you that. Yeah, you see that, that sensation.
0: There was a uh, Magic the Gathering um, computer game that was insanely well done, and it was like this eleven megabyte program that was self-contained, and that's
1: dope, like a simulator, basically. Yeah,
0: but I, I think you could actually. Uh, it, it. I don't remember if you could play over the internet or if it was just a simulator, but it was. Uh, it might have just been a, uh, a database of all the cards, but I thought like it was. A, I don't know. Either way, it was. It was. A, Mostly what's fascinating tits. is that it was this like self-contained folder. So like it was a portable uh,
1: executable word, program. Word. Right. That's that's so so one piece has something similar somebody made it though. Um, a card game simulator that just has all the cards in the game so you can build your deck and you can play online with randoms. And uh, it's a good way to practice and it's exactly yeah, that. That's it's fantastic. just a, it's a it's a comp- compressed folder you grab from somebody online, unzip it, Love it. and run it. <laughs> and boom. What's your the, name that's in? the but, best kind of program. Yeah, it's like, dude, it's so simple. It's like you don't have to worry about any bullshit. Super, super simple.
0: Yeah. So I was uh, trying to figure out um, how many times or like what I'd been on the news for this year, and uh, I can't. Um, <laughs> like, it's like so. Like in never mind the so like for, <laughs> I've been I've been in the news as a general phrase about fifteen different times this year um, for. I don't know a variety of things. Uh, I I spoke on um, so so like I was quoted uh, about um, advocating for uh, a shelter uh, in Worcester uh, and mostly just because I concisely said that the xenophobes were being xenophobic and I I I don't know they they were making anyways there was that there was a ton of right to repair stuff I think that was actually February this year I testified yeah uh, yeah, I testified like February ish of this year at the um, state house. Yeah, at the state Statehouse, um, and um, met a senator that day, but also was on the front page of the Telegram a week later, uh, the next Monday. Um, and then, I've, all, I've been in the Telegram like four different times this year. Um,
1: Busy year, man. Busy yeah. year.
0: Uh, when we went to, I went to, um, so this is actually one of my, like, the things I'm proudest about. I went to Boston uh, with my intern to stand with uh, MassPIRG, a uh, public interest research group. Um, they were re- releasing a report on the Chromebook churn, effectively, you know, all the Chromebooks dying after a certain amount of time because uh, they're not supported by Google, yep. and we can't replace, even even if we have the exact, even if, you know, a school has 100 of the exact same models, we can swap boards around to keep 80 of them working, uh, those eventually stop receiving updates and can't connect to secure websites, and they're useless. Yep. That year's, te- technically, uh, Google supported things for eight years, but since they you know, manuf- I was eight years from manufacturer, so it was then sold for three-ish years. So schools were buying things, and then three years later, they were you know in stacks dead. Yep. Anyways, uh, we talked about this uh, in front of news cameras and on the radio. And so a librarian who I volunteered with when I was eighteen messaged me and said, "Did I just hear you on NBC that evening?" And that's kind oh, of the shit. best. I'm sorry, not NBC. Um. Uh. P. P- um. PBS? NPR. Uh-huh, Aha, NPR. And so it was WGBH, but I'm pretty sure, yes, NPR did uh, – re- like, it was like a 40-second clip, but yeah. it was me on on NPR no about shit. right to – Right. And so anyways, more importantly, two to four months later, uh, closer to four, Google extends the, the support of Chromebooks to 10 years. So this is such a clear-cut – Um, like I've gotten involved in activism like locally, but this is such a clear-cut – impact that yeah. uh, of you know we we spoke we got we got the right attention and and that's the other thing that day the actual press release it was windy i could barely hear my intern a foot in front of me speaking. Never I don't know how, I don't think the web, the the cameras got anything, but they got a lot of good photos and the reporters understood because they talked with us yeah. and they posted it and nice. it got reposted by a lot of different other things, but like, so like the tech news websites that I get my tech news from were posting about the Chromebook churn because of this press release. Fire. And that's then, important as yeah, fuck. Yeah. And uh, then months later, Google uh, extended the life of Chromebook. So effectively, Third, like because of me and my intern in Massburg, Chrome the uh, you know millions of school millions hundreds of millions of children have two years longer before they need to purchase new computers. Right, um, and that like like I don't think there's actually I don't think I don't know how much of an impact this really has on people's day to day, but this is one of those. So this is the, the real benefit here, is Apple and Microsoft now need to match that the real benefit set the is the standard. Yeah, exactly. Um likewise, it, it, so this is like forcing companies to do what T-Mobile did with uh, with wireless networks. Like you know how like T-Mobile started raising their prices, sorry, lowering their prices and offering more value yep. and offering better speeds and coverage and everyone else was like fuck it, I guess we got to offer all all they can use plans. Yep, yep. T-Mobile did that. We're we're forcing Google to kind of set the standard so that Apple and and uh because when you think about it Every, how much of what you do is online? How much of what you do requires a secure connection? So as soon as the manufacturer stops providing you update security updates, your device is not functional. So yeah. my real question, and I don't really know how to answer this, but can you walk into a Best Buy and get a computer that will be functional in 10 years? Or are they all, every single one, Chromebooks, Windows machines, Macs, going to update into obsolescence? Update right. into obsolescence, I like that. And the next, anyways... I've, um, so I've, I've talked a bunch with the various news uh, things about Right to Repair. Um, someone reached out to me who, uh, not currently, was a Vanity Fair writer. Now he's writing for, um, fuck, it was uh, the Free Press, which is the, the – the, 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 they're relatively new, and they sound controversial, and they are. They, they were, uh, were the ones who hosted J.K. Rowling's um, podcast um, oh, a, a f- like a few years ago uh, or a year ago who, frankly, weird, you know, side thing, that's the cousin of, uh, that, that's, uh, of our former guest. The, the person who interviewed, uh, J.K. Rowling. Uh, Joshua Phelps. Oh! His cousin is the, oh right. Oh, my God. Right? It's such a small, yeah. Anyway, so, um, so, the Free Press writer, so he also, at one point, more importantly, this is a better, uh, credential for him, uh, he is Ron Jeremy's ghostwriter. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ron Jeremy's, right, so I, um, anyways, I, uh, so he asked me for quotes for, it turned out to be more about a um, this, this uh, custom, he was writing an article about luxury custom PCs. It wasn't actually about right to repair, he was just seeking right to repair quotes. And I gave him way more of a response than he was looking for. But anyways, <laughs> I, at my end was saying, you know, this is one of the coolest things, like, hey mom, I've made it. Someone who used to write for Playboy is asking me for quotes. And maybe that's why he didn't use any of my quotes, but I'm assuming he didn't read the entire thing. <laughs> <laughs> but uh but i'm i'm getting asked for quotes by you know semi like by by you know i wouldn't i don't know that's not reputable it's not well established whatever but this is a, a normal common thing of i have to get quotes back to journalists
1: right right and hey that's man, you're doing something yeah you're doing something yeah and that's important shit too because that's i mean that's that's something i think about as well i mean from an it background it's Working in the hospital, you're replacing all these machines that literally medics, doctors, nurses, patients are relying on. They're relying on this shitty little Optiplex 3020 with a wireless adapter in the back to connect to the fucking shitty corporate Wi-Fi. I mean,
0: like, yes, the computer, but the x-ray machine.
1: Oh my god! Like, it's dude. all yeah. the
0: same, and it's worse because you know those are one hundred and fifty thousand. And so, so in other words, let me let me take a step back. Yeah. Right to repair is part of like the lack of right to repair is part of why insurance premiums are so high. Mm. Hospitals need to be able to plan to buy one hundred fifty thousand dollars X-ray machines that you know when they die because they're not paying the protection plan.
1: Right, and it's 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 just so frustrating, dude. It's so frustrating because we know how far we've come technologically, and to like to create this facade where it's like, oh, no, it's broken, or we can't update it. It's like, dude, so what the, what the fuck are we actually doing? Why are we extorting our whole society for technology? Money. You know what I mean? Like, Control. It's, it's crazy, dude. It's crazy. It's crazy.
0: It, why profit off of us selling something once to us once when they can sell us to use it forever?
1: Yep. Yep. It's also, just yeah. – it's crazy. It's crazy. But, yeah, no, you, you, you made a lot of headway.
0: Um, and we're going to we're gonna do hopefully more next year. Um, so that's actually fascinating. You mentioned that because it, that's how these things, these right to repair things, have gone. Is they get decreasingly uh, – that they, they we. So we started with we need right to repair for everything, and then we're and then the agriculture and medical lobbyists were like fuck you guys, and eventually we stepped back from that, and now we're stepping back from. Uh, video games because PlayStation—they're some of the loudest lobbyists.
1: Yeah,
0: um, they don't want people fixing their PlayStation; they want people <laughs> buying new ones. Buy the new one, um, and uh, because you, that's all subscription based. Yes, um, and then. Uh, Uh, What else? So anyways, uh, now we're um, – before the California one got passed, last year I was advocating for a cell phone repair bill that only affected things with LTE, tablets and cell phones, not computers. And the the plan was to get this through and then get another one through later. But the fact of the matter is uh, there is so much opposition in the medical and agriculture industries that we've effectively just been like, look, just give us our fucking computers and cars. (laughs) (laughs) And phones, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, really, this is all about trapping us in this. Why would we pay for more? Uh, yeah. Why, why would we? Why would we? Would you replace your phone every year if you didn't have to?
1: Right. No. And I don't, dude. Hmm? I, had a, I had a Pixel Three for like six years. Dude.
0: Yeah. I would have uh, bought another one. Seriously, I, and that's but that's the other thing. Like, I want. You know what I really want? Uh, a iPod Touch. Like, I don't want LTE. I want, but I, I, I want, want apps. Yeah. I want a fucking iPod Touch. Do you think I can find one and update it? Not
1: oh no. Oh my god, <laughs> dude! Could you imagine? It's so crazy to think about. Even even like, cause I keep my old phones. I'm one of those guys that I keep all my old phones. So if I don't give them away to like my cousins in Puerto Rico who can just slap a SIM card in them and run them, yep. They're just sitting there, and I just I like I'll use them for like a webcam maybe if I'm streaming or something. But it's like, what is all this doing here? It's functional. I know it works. You know it works. Like, yep. connects to apps. Like, it was doing this shit for five years. Why would it stop now?
0: Yeah. And, uh, you know, sometimes there's, like, Linux you could flash on it, but it's it's never really functional, and that's no. not usable. Like, no. you, you can use something on that. You can't sell it to someone else who will then use it.
1: Right. It's crazy. It's crazy. But, um, shit, besides that, what else... So, so you, yeah, you were you are big in that within the politician. So scene, also you know?
0: the uh, WRTA. I spoke about that. That was that was kind of a, a funny fucking coincidence. I was at the. I mean, it actually makes perfect sense because uh, if, if the buses had been running reliably or on a more regular schedule, I would have been waiting at the WRTA hub. <laughs> but I was waiting at the WRTA hub, and some reporters were there interviewing people, and they walked up to me and were like, "Can we record, record you?" And it was th- so. The best part about this is this whole time I had my. Um, I had my. This was back when I was carrying the Insta 360 all the time. So cool. I actually recorded this, and at the end of his thing, he's like, "Is that recording?" And we, we effectively negotiated that I would hold my. I would wait to release it until after 6 p.m. So, nice. we, and that was a cool little exchange. Nice. Um, but anyways, yeah, they they posted a that they, they use uh, snippets of me talking about how the WRT wasn't reliable. It's actually kind of funny. I blamed. I, I said my employees are late, and it's often because of the bus. And like, <laughs> so I'm like, and so I message my employee, being like, "I'm throwing you under the bus on." On the evening news. No like, pun
1: intended.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like, it's it's actually kind of, like, comical that, like, I'm... But but it's not even about, like... I mean, that being said, it really is. Like, I take the bus myself. It's unreliable as fuck, and... So I got to talk about that a little bit, on, and it was... But, literally, I was on my way... I, I didn't even end up taking the bus that day, because it was going to be 20 minutes waiting. Fuck. Uh, what else was there on the... Now, I think it was just that. There was that, there was the shelter, a ton of right-to-repair stuff, um... I don't know. Oh, uh, no, my business was in the Telegram uh, for being um, queer affirming, and um, there was, yeah, uh, for, for, there was a, there was an article uh, about uh, trans safe businesses, and they wrote about us and a few others, and, yeah, it was, it was good, because I got to write about how the signs on the front door keep bigots out, and, like, it's actually, partially, uh, like, I don't, want to do business with them anyways, and it keeps my employees safe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and being able to write about that was great because, I don't know, I, I, I don't think, I think people just think it's supportive, and it's not just supportive, it's also preventative.
1: Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, man. Fuck yeah. That's dope. And they, uh, yeah, and they featured you. That's sick as fuck.
0: Yeah. So. Um, they used, uh, that was actually kind of annoying, though. They used the photos from um from the... uh the old shop? No, from January. From uh, they, they, so they didn't. So I did an interview with the journalist, and they were going to have someone else come and take my photo. And I just sent them a photo that was actually really good. It was of me, recent, and in front of my shop door with all the stickers behind me. But they used the one they already had on file from their own phot- photographer or their own journalist from um, uh, January uh, or not January, but from the state house. So uh, they just reused the same photo, and they ah, did that with the same thing with one of the other people they wrote about. It, it was gadget. kind of unfair and not right. <laughs> Um, but it was a good article and – but, oh, here's another fascinating thing from that. So there was – so uh, I think it's just AI. I don't think anyone's, like, directly copying this. But uh, one of the websites so, – so that's the thing I've noticed from all of this is, like, when the Telegram posts it, I'm also on Yahoo Finance. Like, the, because Yahoo Finance reposts from the Telegram and from other – um, from some of the reporters that that work with the, the smaller, uh, not smaller, but local papers, yeah. they immediately get reposted with credit back to the original article by bigger things. Interesting. There's other, yeah. As long as you source, anyway. So, so they there's these. There was this. Uh, I don't know. They were seem to be based out of Lemonster. but anyways, it doesn't seem like the journalist behind the website or the website itself actually exists. But it, uh, there was a website that paraphrased from the um, from the article, and it said something about. Uh, David, who identifies as... I don't remember exactly what it said, but it was a slightly different... But So I was watching my public identity get rewritten in real time because like, here were these seven articles that said exactly what I told the reporter and then this other one that was uh, probably AI copy and pasted with slightly, you know, like a anti-paraphrase uh, interesting, uh, filter. Interesting. i mean, sorry, anti... Uh,
1: Anti-plagiarist. Yes.
0: Um, anyways, I... But, but it was slightly different, and the meaning of it was different, and it was saying, like, it was, it was, it was not a big difference, but now I am quoted by a news publication saying this, and it was, there wasn't, like, I couldn't report it or whatever, it was, um, but it was just fascinating to watch that happen in real time. Yeah. Um... Like, someday that could be used against me, and Crazy. what am I going to say? Like, here's right. the actual article, but it doesn't matter. There's an article that says I identify this – I don't know. Yeah, yeah, It wasn't a, a significant thing, but the meaning was distinctly different, and exactly. I realized this could happen yeah. easily With, for
1: something bigger or worse. Right, right, right. Or on a bigger scale, or spammed harder. You know.
0: yeah. So, um, as far as what else is, so I've, we've talked about me getting political, but that's not just advocating for stuff and talking at city council and I guess going to be running for something in a few years, probably. That's also, I should clarify, I don't, I don't want to be mayor. Um, like this is a, like that is a big thing from this year. I announced I'm going to be running for mayor and I think 2025 and yeah. I don't, I don't want to be mayor. I don't want to be in charge of the city. I'm just accepting that one, I actually have a fuck ton of the skill sets necessary. Um, I am. Actually electable, and I can definitely run a way better campaign than anyone did last time. And that's not a reflection on anyone. It's just everyone's trying to door knock, and I don't think door knocking works in 2023, uh, and I think it will definitely not work in 2025. Um, and frankly, the entire election was decided, I think, mostly by the fifty thousand dollar super PAC created at the end. So we're we're competing with pub with I don't know. Anyways, long story shorter is. This is not a, I want to do this. This is a, I think, unfortunately, this is necessary. But uh, I'm hoping, if if King runs again, I'm not going to be running against him. I will probably yeah. go for city council, but frankly, I, I don't want to be there. And I don't think I'm going to have, I I, th- I don't think I should take a, I mean, I, I know I could do a good spot as at large. But um, anyways, what I'm really trying to say here is. Hopefully, I don't end up having to actually run for fucking... I don't want to actually be a politician. I'd ra- I'm i making enough of an impact. Too. So that's where I'm going with this. This yeah. is David versus the Worcester Queens, not like that. <laughs> <coughs> yeah. So let me elaborate, because it actually makes a lot of sense. So uh, when I was in court for... This was the... Um, uh, I've told you about this before. This was the uh, the nuisance ordinance. You know, David Webb nuisance. Yeah. Um, the, the the trash on the, the... So pretty much as soon as uh, Luca's. Uh, filed the building permit the city started t- hitting us with all kinds of fees violations blah 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 notices about shit like lucas car has been unregistered forever and they started caring about it when they when we filed the building permit we started getting notices for that and a bunch of other shit mostly also the disassembled year which which was a whole fun i i've, I've actually um i'm gonna at some point probably add the audio from that court session to a, a podcast episode because it's it's beautiful. Like, the, like the, I, I interrupt the, the judge and say, yes, sir, that's a disassembled yurt. Like, that's my defense. Is it's a yurt, your honor. Um, it ends up being a little bit of a shit show. But, we're, but, but I'm, I'm in the courthouse uh, talking with Assistant City Solicitor uh, Paul Payer. Payer, Payer and uh, so keep in mind, this is the guy under Mike Trainer, the s- lawyer for the city of Worcester. So this is his assistant, and he's the person who represents the city in actual court. Yeah. And he says to me, and, and I'm talking to him, and he says, this isn't a game, David. Like, And, and I say, and I, I had actually been thinking about that on the way in, and I, um, and I said, actually, you're wrong. It is a game. It's chess. And you might not be a bad player, but you're used to playing with people who don't know how to play, and you're sitting down two-thirds of the way through the game. Um, and I think that was perfect. And I thought about this more later. And what I realized, because, like, this is another one of those people just doing their fucking jobs thing. Right. Um, that, you know, he might not be a bad person, but anyways. Um, so, you know, if this is, if this is chess, well, let's, let's, what it really comes down the real thing is this is a game, but you're not the king. You're just a bishop. And mm-hmm. what I realize is, no, actually, arc, like, hierarchically, this guy is the queen. King is, of his department is right above him. His yep. job is to protect the king. Yep. And so, take that aside, I'm going into the parks department um, so I've been going to the Parks Commission for a while. We need to have a few different people from there on, on here. Um, oh, so many, that's a whole, so I went to support a friend who turned out he wasn't on the agenda that night because quote unquote from the the commissioner that night, we didn't know you wanted to be on the agenda, which is bullshit from the emails they sent. But, um, the actual reason they, they hid behind was claiming not to be able to open an attachment. Um, which is, they asked him to resend it in Word and said, this will not, there will not be a follow-up to this email. And that's like, they're hiding my... Anyways, so I, I showed up to try and support a friend that turned out not to even be on the agenda. Mm. That night, I saw um, someone else, uh, someone else stood up and say, Hi, I'm, here's who I am, here's why I care about this, here's what I've done about this, For here's what I've done for the city, here's how, how, all of the steps I've taken to get to this point, here's the very reasonable thing I'm asking for, when am I getting it? And the city and, – and I watched the Parks Department be like, we don't give a shit about what you're looking for. We have – we owe you nothing and blah, 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 blah. And I had heard about the Parks Department being able to – you know, acting like they could do whatever they want. I'd heard yeah. they're problematic and racist. This was my first actual meeting sitting through one. And it was – so, I mean, this is why I later brought back to them that uh, that tenets of white supremacy because I, I learned about this and I'm like, holy shit, this is what I've been seeing here this entire time. But – um. So I I, uh, I went up I stood up after that person and was like, wait a second, so do and we established that he spoke for the Parks Department. Mm. This is Assistant Commissioner Antonelli speaks for the Parks Department. And I said, wait a second, so you're like a resource of information and knowledge and he's like why well, he can make he, he can make deter he can substantiate his determinations based on uh, documents he's received. And then after not that meeting, but the next meeting, he had to Seek documentation to substantiate. Anyways, I, I've been chasing them with public records. But Assistant Commissioner Antonelli is the queen of the Parks Department. Above him is Fink, and when I'm real, and, and then so we take it another step further. The City Manager Eric Batista.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, he's right under the mayor, and I've been a- after him for a while, calling uh, uh, in um in City Council, um. Because uh, uh, pretty much he his, his didn't give a shit about the uh, – well, and stood in the way of the crisis pregnancy center uh, uh, order. So what I'm realizing is you know, I'm not even like – I mean I, I also did have a specific conflict with Petty that uh, like in city council he uh, shut me off at the end of uh, – he told me to wrap it up, which is what he tells people when they're done talking. And my thing is – but I was talking about the crisis pregnancy things. Yeah. And, and so I, no one else understood this, but what I was saying to him is how about you stop telling men to wrap it up? And start doing something about crisis pregnancy centers, and because he tells people to wrap it up, and no one gets the double entendre there.
1: But <laughs> anyways,
0: it's a uh, right, but the, but that's petty solution to fucking crisis pregnancy centers. Wrap it up, like both talking Crazy. about it and men wrap it up. If you don't if you don't want this to be your problem, wrap it up. And that is the extent of what he offers on this. Anyways, um, but other than that, like I haven't actually had much with petty directly. Everything's with all the queens of Worcester. Uh, All of the, the you know in this hierarchical yes so David versus the worcester queens i 've been realizing i'm i 'm antagonizing and drawing out the problem and highlighting the problematic uh structures with here by holding them accountable um yep. I, i've you know i think I've, i must have said you know this morning i um i was at, at briefly outside of a park in Worcester taking photos of the uh <laughs> Quality of life. what Worc- Quality of Life is the Worcester department. It's mostly police that uh, enforce uh, home- uh, sweeping homeless encampments.
1: Quality of life.
0: Right. That's what they're called. Wow. Yeah. Anyways, I'm um, I'm realizing that you know, take people don't like being so- having to be Quality held accountable. Of
1: life. Right. That's such a fucking ironic name. Like so- it's Ooh. gaslighting. Yeah, dude. That's like the epitome of gaslighting. Yeah. Holy shit! Yeah, but that's um, the we're, we're in a simulation. You can't convince me otherwise. That's insane.
0: Well, un- unfortunately, it's. I mean, it, it. The more I look at it, the more I. It's all about self-interest.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. So, like, you know, the, these people are are just doing things the way that it makes sense to do them, the way they've been doing them for as long as they can continue to keep doing them. This is all about institutions. Yeah. It's it's unfortunately like. It's not a simulation, it's an institution. Now that's a <laughs> now that's a bumper sticker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. oh
1: man. What a life. So uh Thank God this year's ending.
0: Yeah. So rough. this year, uh, my shop we're switching entirely to a whole different other thing. I've so I haven't done so many different I don't know, I I, I guess the HR HCR of Oxford is actually open. Uh, people can go there and have Berto fix their computer and build computers. We haven't put up oh, signs nice. yet. Yeah, it's it's so exciting and so long overdue. Um, but I've been systematizing the fuck out of every little thing, and I don't know, creating it into a product to hand over to someone else was not was something I was planning on doing in February, and then everything. I don't know. I I wasn't planning on getting political this year. Um, uh, among everything else. Um, yep, yep. speaking of which, I'm probably tabling the gun shop for a few years. That's not entirely definite, but I think at this point I'm accepting that I need a partner with significant funds to and the time to actually set it up. Martin like this is a fund. three months of I'm focusing on this after three months of we have been investing in this, uh-huh. and that's after three months of planning probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's um, fair. yeah. But uh, anyways, um, the uh, the shop I'm breaking 250k revenue this year. And it's not profit. This is very much not profit. And um you know, I'm not going into twenty but 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 like the a quarter million so so like we're this is our eleventh year in business. Uh 11 and a half and I'm breaking a quarter million in revenue. And realistically with how little I have like not how little I have, it's how little remaining at the end to show for it. I don't know. This is a common business problem, like, but it's still fucking great. It's still I'm redistributing this much money through employees – like two employees and two – like I, I I have six – well, right now it's it's about three. One of my employees is going to Hong Kong for a month and they're just going to come back and start working again because they're great and this is – I don't know. I, I'm – I've got a systems. I've got systems. I've got employees. I've got other people running things and yeah. I might not be making money but I have but, – but like a few – earlier this week – I decided not to do anything, and I uh, I was supposed to do that morning. I left and I went to um I, I, I went to tr- uh, bail. So this is actually related to the thing this morning um, of the the Parks Department clearing uh, the the quality of life. One of my the, the Parks Department, not the Parks Department. Sorry, the police showed up with a nurse to a homeless encampment, and were they were offering services, but someone uh, but. Someone who was familiar with the city of Worcester and knew that this meant to... Anyway, oh, right, sorry, there was a, a sign that uh, they put up before that that was uh, effectively notifying them to get out. They were clearing it today. Uh, it was a leave by... Fuck, I'll have to actually find the sign. Anyways, they. It, it was like an eviction notice, but it was like a gather all your personal belongings, we'll be clearing this land on this day per Worcester Parks. And uh, then gave the addresses of the the shelter on um, Queen Street and uh, the new one at the RMV. And so, so the, someone uh, said to the the nurse and police that we didn't actually have to talk to them and they couldn't actually arrest them. Um, there's something from the, she said Supreme Court, it turns out it's actually, I think, superior. It's actually kind of finicky because there's not like a law in place. But Massachusetts, specifically Moore Healy, told the town in Massachusetts that their bylaws were a violation of an Eighth Amendment uh, because it effectively criminalized being homeless if you, when they had no other options. So unless there's a bed readily available, someone can't be criminalized for trespassing or sleeping. I, I'd have... Fuck, I wish I had the paper on me. Okay, I'd okay, read it right no, now. I get, it. I get but, it. But there's a specifically... If you're just exercising your bodily functions, like sleeping or, you know, on a, on a sidewalk, you, you're not doing anything illegal by that. Like, there's there's no... You know, something that... You know, effectively what it comes down to is you can't criminalize someone for being alive. It was a violation of their Eighth Amendment or... I get it. I get it. Yeah. Anyways... So so she explains starts to like assert her rights and say, well, you can't actually kick us out, and we don't have to accept services. And so this is someone she was she was speaking up for someone who was very recently uh, who, who actually this is a statement that um, and so I got this from her partner. They're activists, and I actually want to have both of them on the show specifically to talk about this. Um, they're homeless, and that's an, it is by choice, um, but they they're. Anyways, the short version is they were working with someone else who was who was recently new to this who had bought a tent in anticipation of his eviction and um, they, she was letting him know he did not have to accept services. Like, it is not... Because they were with cops. This is uh, effectively... You know, this comes across as accept help from us or you might be arrested. Yeah. And she's explaining you don't... Ha- that, that is not something they actually can do right now. That was determined by this blah, blah, blah. The, the nurse told her to shut up and that she didn't know what she was talking about. The cops said the same thing, and then 20 minutes later the cops come back without the nurse and arre- after running her name and arrest her on past due warrants. And uh. so I'm... and, so, I, we, and so, so it's actually even more frustrating. We go to the courthouse to try and bail her out, and she, she has an afternoon... So the good news is she's seen that day. So she, one of the things is held over in Westboro, and where I'm going with... The reason this is all complicated is even though we paid her bail that day, she was brought to Chicopee and then brought to Westboro to be released the next day... To to be seen there, which fine, whatever. But the the complication, the the all four, three, four, I don't know. There were like four different people who were at the um in in court, and all of them were like picked up that morning in various levels of unhouse. And one of them got two hundred and fifty dollars bail for two different things. Um, that and I understand that these people hadn't shown up at things before, but also I'm not I'm I don't know. Like where are they getting their fucking mail? Like this is right. not something that should. This is. Charging them money for not showing up is not a great way to make them want to show up. Yeah. Uh, like, I don't know. Anyways, it was a whole... It was. It's very indicative of... Uh, I'm, I'm paying more attention to how many different situations here are very much all the same kind of systematic problem.
1: Yep. Institution.
0: Yes. Exactly.
1: 2023, the year of the institution, man. Oh, Seriously. Okay. <sighs> Jesus Christ, man. Well, on a lighter note... Um, I could take it somewhere. Fourth um, of July. I mean, I didn't really plan it. It was kind of ju- it kind of just happened, and I, I plan on. I don't think she listens to the pod, so hopefully she doesn't. But I plan on like redoing it. Like I don't know if you can redo your proposal. But oh, you I'm, totally can. I'm you can say to. I did this
0: privately. Yeah. I'm doing this one publicly. Bigger exactly. thing so and I hired a I did it
1: publicly, and now I'm going to do it privately. Oh, even better. <laughs> um, just to give it that extra pizzazz. But yeah I proposed this year Fourth of July uh, we were at the beach we go every year and it was dope it was dope man she had no idea um she said yes obviously mm-hmm. um and yeah it was it was dope and uh just just being being a dad all over again with the two year old with Nico uh the baby it's it's been awesome um this year has been awesome he's grown so so much it's like, it's, it's crazy dude
0: what are some milestones that you've noticed that you didn't... Like, you know these are milestones, but you didn't think about them until you saw them.
1: Um, like, going up and down the stairs by himself. Mm-hmm. Um, like, asking for and, like, picking the food that he wants. Um, he he doesn't like being treated like a baby anymore. He w- He will refuse if you feed him. He needs a fork. He wants to eat by himself. He wants to sit at the table. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's
0: thing. not not bad. It's just strong. It's just strong, very strong. Yeah,
1: uh, but yeah, dude, he's just grown into a little man. He's awesome, but he's he's so loving. Uh, he's a very very happy baby, very happy baby, and uh, he just lights up. He lights up the room. That's wonderful. It's been good. It's been good. I I I love I love the time off of work because I get to spend it with him. You know, and yeah. then the twelve year old is like, he doesn't always want me around, but when he does. I can appreciate it because it's like he actually wants advice, or yeah, he he wants like my opinion on something, or you know.
0: Frankly, that's those amazing things that your twelve year old can choose when he wants you around, right? Like like, on so many
1: levels, right? You know, so so it's been a good year um, as far as the kids for sure, and uh, you know now I'm engaged, probably getting married, twenty twenty five, something like that. I'm trying to take it slow, man. I'm really not trying to plan anything. This year was so crazy, and next year is going to be crazy.
0: Crazy era, probably.
1: Yeah, so I'm like, dude, we'll we'll figure that out. I'm not even trying to think about that because that's a whole thing. We have hu- we both have huge families, and uh yeah, yeah, it's a lot, a lot of work, a lot of work.
0: I've been uh, watching the TV show Scandal, uh, which is
1: oh, with yep, yep, yeah, it's it's
0: fun. Um, anyways, they're they're going through weddings, and um, I I am also migrating migrating away from um. Microsoft, Apple, and Google, thank fucking God. And, uh, anyways, contacts. I have, like, 5,000 contacts. Like, literally over 5,000 contacts. And I'm just thinking, you know, the, the subject of, of inviting invitations and, like, 600 people was a lot to invite to a wedding. And right. you know, they, they were, like, 200 in pre- this presidential, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just, like... I don't want to plan a party. I know, right? Fifty people in Worcester and two hundred people that are going to want to travel. Like,
1: yeah, dude, it's like ah, yeah. for me to organize it, just that sounds like hell, dude. And I've thrown shows. I've thrown a lot of fucking. Yeah, it's not shows. a lack
0: of capability. It's like, do I really? Is this really worth it to work.
1: me? <laughs> yeah, man. Like, fuck. But it, it, like, also, I mean, this ties right into my next thing on my list is uh, my cousin's wedding. I went to my cousin's wedding this year in Denver. I was the best man. And going to that was just like honestly one of the best nights of my life. I know it was the best night of his life for sure, but it was it was just phenomenal. Like an amazing, amazing time. The venue was phenomenal. The food was great. The party was awesome. Like it was it was everything you could imagine. Um and so being a part of that. I was like, shit, well, fucking, if I did throw a wedding with all my closest friends and family, that would be kind of sick. You know, I got to see it firsthand this year. Yeah. Like, as an adult, because, you know, I'd been to weddings as a kid, but who the fuck cares? Um, but as an adult, and seeing my, my cousin, one of my closest... It's like
0: an adult birthday party.
1: <laughs> straight the fuck up, dude, and everybody celebrating you. Like, it's it, it was it was sick to be there for him. Um, so I got to see how fun it would be and how... how much love would be shown just in the family, and I'm like, yeah, I do want it to be that, but I also know what comes with that, so that's yeah. why I'm taking it slow like I'm, I'm, I'm hearing... saying twenty twenty five it could be twenty twenty fucking seven who knows yeah i yeah. i'm not I'm not in no rush, like she knows I'm not going nowhere i mean yep yeah. you know uh it's it's uh
0: yeah. There's you, you guys will figure it out, and you'll do it right when you do it.
1: We'll get there, man. We'll get there. I uh,
0: right there. I have joked that I... Uh, I mean, it's not a joke. I, I don't need to propose again. I got it right last time. I mean, not the person, but the proposal was excellent. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. And uh, I don't know. Um, Luca and I passed our five-year anniversary. Um, nice. This is kind of wild. Uh, I, I don't know. Prior to them, I hadn't really lasted really longer than a year with anyone, so they've put up with me for... A really long time. Quite a long time. Also, uh, we have both grown exponentially. And I don't know. We both know that. We both are aware of that. But nothing really puts it into perspective, like, realizing it's been literally half a fucking decade.
1: Right. (laughs) Like, holy shit. And that's something I think about, too, with um, Kiki, my fiance, is I've known her since I was 15. And we dated for, what? I mean, in total, we've dated for a decade, but we've known each other like half our lives. I'm 31 now. I've known her for – damn, I'm 31. Yikes. Yeah, dude. No, I've known – wait, 2006? How how far away is that? 17 um, years? 17 years?
0: At this, So that's the good thing about being 30. If it's over 15, it's more than half.
1: So I've known her for most of my life.
0: Yeah, and now that's a really easy determination to make,
1: unfortunately. <laughs> oh, that's never going to happen again. I'm never going to question it. Yeah, I've known her for over half my life, yeah.
0: I, had a, I, I um, might be reconnecting, but I had a falling out with a good friend who was the reason I got into computers. And um, when realizing how long, I, I uh, met them at 16. And I realized this was earlier this year before my birthday, so I was 32. And I'm like, shit. That's half my life. That's I've my been life. repairing computers, and I knew them for half my life.
1: Yeah. It's crazy to think about. Because, like, some of that you just... Not that you take it for granted, but you just, like, put it in your subconscious. Like, you don't even think about, it. like, you just know people from back then.
0: Yeah. Yeah, there are people who I, I know from high school. And, you know, I've known them from high school has been the the the, 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 the relationship describer for a yeah, decade. Yeah,
1: that's a the theme. That's, like, the... That's a common denominator. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But like you never really think about like, wow, I've known them since high school
1: and that means something. <laughs> right. That was hella far ago, and like I'm a completely different person than I was back then.
0: Yeah. So what about the people who aren't different people from back then? Because there's so many of them
1: and it's I mean the fucking kid who reported me clearly.
0: Yeah. <laughs> the fucking yeah. Son of a bitch. <laughs> but but that's the thing is like those there's
1: Oh I, let's I, back.
0: This is like a window of tolerance thing, I've realized. Like so I went to a special ed high school. All like, none you know. I, I, comparing me to my any of my friends is unfair on a long different list of reasons. Partially, you know, access. I went home on the weekends. I have educated parents. A lot of these people in this environment do not have those. But I'm in touch with a lot of friends, and a lot of them are are obviously not in the same place I am. And that's that's not a reflection on them. It's a reflection on on lack of support in society and a lot of other things. Um, but what I've realized is there's there's still like a ideology thing there's a i want to be better than i was yesterday and there's yeah. i want to be better than my friends yep
1: yep yep yeah and, and that's it's like a i don't want to say like survival thing but it's it's
0: it totally is unfortunately yeah
1: dude it's it, you got to be in competition with yourself um that's something that came this year as well was i finished the david goggins book um david goggins he's he's a navy seal decorated navy seal um, very inspirational dude who, uh, his whole mantra is basically stop making excuses and don't be a bitch. Um, and so when I had my broken ankle, that's, I read that book and that got me out of my funk that put the fire under me that like made me snap out of it and was like, all right, I could sit here and bitch and moan and limp the rest of my life or I could get the fuck up and pass this physical. Um,
0: you accepted that you were the one who needed to do something differently there.
1: Yeah, 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 and um, and I think that's the key, dude. Is is to be in competition with yourself, not worry about all the extra shit. Don't worry about the static, the the noise around you. Is just like it's similar to like playing basketball, and like it's 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 crazy to think, but it, it, that it's such a um, tired trope, or it's such like a what do you like something that's said like loosely it's said so loosely, uh but ball is life. Basketball, you know what I okay, mean? Okay, like, so I know
0: I mean I, I played I ba- I haven't played basketball since I was nine. So and that was in more of a tennis court area with a hoop. So
1: uh, <laughs> so so what I mean by that is like when you're making a drive to the hoop in basketball, you can't really like there's shit around you, right? There's defenders, there's there's the hoop, there's the angle, there's the sum, whatever. And you're driving to the hoop you're trying to get a layup. Um, you're kind of focused. You gotta focus on the goal. You can't focus on the shit around you. You focus on the shit around you, you're not even gonna you're not you're not gonna be able to to reach the backboard. You know what I mean? Um
0: I forgot about all of this. Yeah.
1: Yeah, there's there's dribbling like, is mindfulness. There's so yeah, there's so many different nuances that really can translate to ball is life, and I love saying it because it's like it's its said so for, like it's, it's comedy at this point when you say it online or you say it in real life. but it's realistic like if, if you're a baller and you know the feeling when you're driving to the hoop, like you got to focus on what you're doing and no,
0: it totally makes so much sense like it you know doesn't I mean? matter how good you can do that specific motion if you can't do it when you're when you're running up to the thing with everyone else around right, you right, trying right. to yeah yeah yep. no, that makes so much sense.
1: And so, so that's I think that's the key to snapping out of funks is just the, being in competition with yourself, being better every day, and making sure that you know even if you don't make the best choices that at least you made one better choice today, you know what I'm saying, if you had four cigarettes, you only had three today if you fucking you know if you didn't fill up your gas <laughs> if you filled it up three quarters of a tank last week, you filled it up to full this week, you know like. Simple shit. Just making sure that 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 you're getting better. You're mindful of there is better to achieve, and 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 getting better is better. You know, for yourself, mentally, spiritually, physically, um, being better is better. You know what I mean? Like that. That's what taught me in the gym was feel like getting stronger and and being able to lift myself up and not ache and not limp. That felt great to be able to bounce back from an injury like that. That made my mental you know healthier it 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 got me out of oh man like why am I so weak why you know it it um it reinforced the idea of I can overcome and that's that's the key is that we can overcome is keep at it
0: i found myself a lot over the past year at various points saying better is not the goal and that's so that's usually in response to people saying, but I'm doing better when I'm asking for specific levels of results or people saying, but they're getting better when society is still massively problematic and not really trying to focus on issues. And this is a different perspective for me and I like it, how being better is better. Like, yeah, if, you know, if you're focusing on objectively tomorrow needs to be better than today, it's going to work.
1: Right. Right, and it might it might not work. It might it might be three out of seven days, it might be four out of seven days. Um, but the idea is that you don't let the you don't let the negatives overpower the positive.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I was, so I've been thinking about. Okay, so this is a whole bunch of other concepts. Yeah, definitely. Let's pour ourselves some little more. Oh no, water. Um, this is a whole bunch of other concepts, but okay so the the trauma informed aspect we were talking about earlier of um, of uh like what is it the so people okay so everyone is people are afraid of rejection people are afraid of uh, uh, of saying the wrong thing of being unwelcome of uh, of their coworkers having issues their boss I don't know everyone there's so many different things people have to be wary of and most people are right on the edge of their danger zone. They don't even have room for a comfort zone. Oh, so, so that's where I'm going back. Let's take a step further back. To have a comfort zone, you need to have a, a – comfort zone is learning zone. Com- sorry. is The comfort zone and the, the edge of the comfort zone and, and the uh, growth zone is the learning zone. Yeah. Most people don't really have a learning zone. Like most people – like that's the threshold of everything you already know is the comfort zone and new information is the, the growth zone. And then danger zone is effectively where the new information conflicts with yes, yes, yes. your comfort zone. Yes. <laughs> um, maybe these are not really layered like that. Maybe there's more of like, When you're saying
1: this shit, I can see it in, like, bar grid form, in, like, green and red. You know what I'm saying? Like, comfort, growth, and, and, and uh, yeah. I can see it all. I can see everything you're saying. It's...
0: So one of the things – so this is, again, about teaching people about, uh, about things that they might be a problematic participant in um so that they can hear it without immediately rejecting it you know so you can not so you can avoid triggering cognitive dissonance um, but what i'm reali- what i've been realizing is is a uh, how much so like how much of a learning environment is safety so like take this take this away from that concept and let's go to maslow's hierarchy the uh you know things people need to survive to 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 feel fulfilled you know sense of community sense of uh uh, you know nourishment like how are you ever going to learn something if you are worrying about food if you 're surviving so this yeah. keeps so one so so this goes so part of the reason it 's important to understand this is recognizing that uh you know systemic issues um uh, uh, like- ra- racial issues are creating an environment where every single day people struggle a little bit more to to survive to to exist in a world, and likewise um it's recognizing that this is a an ongoing. So 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 in other words, that's the kind of where I was going back about this is you know everyone's in some form of survival mode and there's a window of tolerance to, um, I don't know. You're just surviving. You had to do what you are doing. Yeah. Not not actually that, but that's like the that's the, that's the overall. I don't know. And and so but anyways, what I've been realizing is that a is effectively this is kind of how I've. I wouldn't call myself modest, but this is how I've recognized I'm not better than anyone. I've just had kind of better opportunities. Uh, Like, I don't know. What I'm trying to say is, uh, systematically, we have been... taking away learning uh, uh, environments from people we are creating hostile dangerous situations where people have to focus on surviving via their own self like they have to care about their own self-interest not just are taught that and are shown that that's what's necessary by everyone around them who's doing it um so like this all actually makes sense at a societal level like everyone who is acting in their own self-interest and vying for power over other people and knocking others down to make themselves feel better it's it's what they feel is necessary, and they haven't actually ever... It's not they ever actually ever had, like, you know, the, the, the real... So this brings me to a whole different concept, abuse. Using the power you have to get more power. And I don't think people think about this when they actually do it a lot. Yeah. Um, like, you know, we we know, like, screaming at your girlfriend is, is abuse. Why is that abuse? It's because you know if you because the screaming is enforced by physical harm that she is not necessarily able to stop because she's physically smaller or like it's it's the but but the screaming is taking more power it is creating an environment where you don't have to scream to get what you want you can just say it because now if you don't if you the other it's just it's not immediately a threat of hitting it's the threat of being screamed at um and so you know this is obvious so this is something like I have to be hyper aware of in giving feedback as a as a uh, as a small business owner as you know to my employees like I can't if I'm harsh, they might not give me the feedback I need yeah. um, but in every other aspect of life, like when you look at all of these bigger systemic like when people are struggling to survive, how can they learn to be better? um and so that's part of what's so great about your thing is you you, you know it's actually you're addressing the issues at the same time like you are yeah. understanding that. To be better, you need to be better. To be better, you need to be better, and to to be better, you need to be better, and that's that way you do that is by being better. Yep. Um, and but but it's uh it's just I don't know it, it it's when I look at it from my perspective, it's really difficult to look at a lot of the individual things, and I think yours is on a, a different. You know, you have to 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 get past it, and I yeah. think that's actually worth focusing on and acknowledging. It's not like a
1: yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's yeah. a yeah. Been a, it's been a growing year, man it's been a growing year um growing as a homeowner growing grown as uh i don't know just being more mindful you know um
0: twenty twenty three the year we yeah, realized we needed mindfulness,
1: yeah, be more humble you know yeah. and and just being there for more people Because um, I feel like i feel like i'm i'm always a, a helping hand to a lot of people um but it's not always extended on my – you know what I'm saying? Sometimes it's sought out. Other times I'll reach out. Um, and I feel like a lot of a lot of this year was uh, more me reaching out. And that's yeah. cool. You know what I'm saying? That's cool. It's cool that it hadn't burned me out. You know what I'm saying? Yes. I'm, I'm not sitting here like fucking drained at the end of the year.
0: So that's, that's a, a really, really important balance. And so one, I, I think that's actually – that's the – that's the end of the you know the thing I was realizing earlier is you know I, I'm once I recognize all of these systematic issues you have to recognize that now we're in a position to to do something differently like there's a so that's actually part of this this whole threshold thing is once you get to a you know once there's a point where you've made it and you are in a position to help others without putting yourself at risk yeah and you are doing choosing to do it now and that yep. is like because you're able to like you've been in survival mode for a long time and you're finally you know you're still in a little bit of survival mode you're still figuring shit out but right. as soon as you're in a position so and that's i don't know people keep telling me i'm brave for my for for standing up in city council and you know, everything i'm doing in politics and i i my response initially is i'm i'm not brave like i'm i can't be fired i can't be evicted you know th- these are like that's what stops most people yeah um and you know yeah sure i i can there i'm opening myself up to risks that for other people's benefit and i have accepted that maybe brave is the word some people are going to use but but what i'm trying to say here is this is about we are in a position to help people we might as well yep
1: yep yep it's been a good year for that it's been a good year for
0: that cheers cheers so i've been trying to figure out how to be more impactful about helping so part of recognizing how much of an impact i can have is uh being efficient about that so like you know, trying to be at city council things um, or, you know, being in places where I'm actually learning about specific issues I might need to talk about and um, being, improving myself to be better for those things. Um, fuck, where the hell was I going with this? I still have being better is, is, is better on here. And that's a really good <laughs> line, but it doesn't help me get back to it. Right. Uh, so, oh, right. Impact. Um, but also there's other people asking. So for example, someone who I like and respect and want to help, was asking me for help with setting up um, setting up the music for a, a holiday party. And that is so many different layers of not something I do. Yeah. But also, this I was someone this person knew, one, could do it, and two, was comfortable, could ask for from it. And it's not that I didn't want to help them. I just was working on So the end solution was I, I, I effectively took it out of my business's time. I, I said, can you just come to my shop and my admin will do it for you? And problem solved. This was a functional solution. But I have to kind of, pick you know, there's other people saying, well, will you come and help with this? Or, um, you know, even months ago, people would ask, once I got asked to go to Auburn to speak at a school committee thing by someone, just because he knows I articulate things well and would be heard. And you got to kind of pick and choose at some point, you know, how, where you're showing up. Yeah. And uh, if you don't pick and choose, you get overwhelmed so quickly. Like, yes. yes, you can be everywhere at once, but you can't be functional everywhere at no, once.
1: No, no. And, and yeah. And then you get burnt out. Yes. And then what good are you? You know, right? You like, can't help
0: anyone if you're burnt out. What is it? Uh, airplane oxygen mask first.
1: Yes. 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 Yeah, man. Shit. Let so me look at my list. What else did I do this year, man? I don't even know. I mean, that was that was the bulk of it, right? I mean, besides some of the sad stuff. I mean, sad was it?
0: We could I mean, talk about some of the difficult stuff if you. It was inviting. I, I mean, it
1: was it was, it was bittersweet. Um, we lost. Uh, one of the matriarchs of our family, my, uh, great aunt, my Titi Aida. So she, she was my grandmother's sister, um, and she grew up in Worcester. She ran the daycare at, um, Great Brook Valley for years, years, years. She got a key to the city way back for that. Um, Back when that meant something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she did that, um like I said she was my grandmother's sister my grandmother was like super religious huge in the churches around here um so she was like she was really the last of that era I believe I don't think any of her uh brothers or sisters are still alive um but yeah so we lost her and with that came um a shift in the family cuz you know uh, I say it a lot but we're a hu- we're a huge family we're a big Puerto Rican African-American, Dominican, um, any, I mean, mix and match your favorite Hispanic race. We're, we're a big family. And, um, so we lost her and at the funeral, it brought a lot of us together. A lot of family flew out, Seattle, Colorado, Texas, uh, New York, Connecticut. A lot of people came out because she was that impactful and, um, it kind of it like I said it, it kind of made me look in the mirror because we're coming to that age where we are that next generation that has to step up um so you know it was it was sad, you know of course, the loser um she was she was a light in all of our lives she she I remember her since I was a baby um uh, but I also got to see some of my cousins I haven't seen in years, and uh that was nice that was refreshing. And to be able to express my love to them and see them and appreciate the moment with them and, um, accept the res- the responsibility with them, that, that was huge. Um, so that was something that happened this year that wasn't really expected. I mean, uh, you know, she was sick last year, 2022, um, but she's also one of those people that's so strong, you, you know, you always think they're going to bounce back, um. Uh, because they had so many times before. Uh, but yeah man, so that happened. Um and you know, I got to see a lot of family and then at the wedding, you know, of course I got to see them again. So yeah, it's it's been a lot of growth, dude, a lot of growth this year, a lot of like just just uh accepting what's to come, uh what what to the you know, the window of tolerance. And, uh, you know, just taking taking the L's, so to speak, on the chin and uh, running with the W's and, and trying to make the best of it.
0: I like that, taking the L's, running with the W's.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's
0: a good attitude.
1: Gotta, gotta be, be done, good. man. It's gotta be done. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man. Is there, is there anything else on your list?
0: No, I didn't have that long of a list, and I didn't look through all my photos like I should have, <laughs> but I'm trying to, I don't know, I'm... I've been figuring out systems. Um, I need to not just like, like I was telling you right before we started about for this, for this podcast, uh, you know, writing down everything, all of my process of, of uploading this so that someone else can do it, yeah. but for every single little thing for my shop. Um, and I've been doing that for, at this point, probably three years with my employees, and it's finally coming together. I think I actually have a, I have a draft for the employee handbook. Nice. Um, it's like 300 pages. I don't think this is going to work. I'm <laughs> going to have to. Right. This is. So I, I'm. But I'm, I've got a handbook. I've got a, a place where we're creating the knowledge base. I've got formats for processes that we're going to use. And this is way further. I don't know. I'm terrified but excited. 2023 has been.
1: It's a roller coaster. Yeah. A roller coaster. Absolutely. So And, death, and, and I feel. I, we're still fresh out of COVID. I
0: mean, so, I... Are we still in COVID? So, technically... Did you get the shot? I did.
1: Did you? No, hell fucking no. Uh,
0: Okay, I'm... I'm one of those. Yeah, I...
1: uh, I'm one of those guys. So, but why? Don't touch me. Don't touch me. I mean, realistically, dude, uh, I hadn't seen a PCP oh until this year, like, because I broke my ankle last year. The last time I saw a doctor was my pediatrician. Yeah, so... uh, The same pediatrician who treats both of my children. And that's yeah. not healthy. I
0: acknowledge that. No, no, no. So I, I, I get that. So and frankly, I support that way more than being anti-vax. I don't go. So I, I just need don't to go. I just yeah. Don't. I just so go. you can get it done at CVS. It's by by scheduling an online appointment. And there's bow. It's Literally. I jabbing. got three in one afternoon one like day. Like Muhammad Did, Ali. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was bow. not three COVID shots. <laughs> that one, two, three, horrible. Bow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got all you three of my vaccines a few months ago. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you're bruised up and limping.
0: No, oh, I um fuck. yeah, I'm thoroughly so. So I mean, on my end, so on my end, it was more about uh, when COVID started. I was with two people. Well, I mean, I'm still with one of them, but lung issues. So like, if either of the people, if I got COVID, they would get COVID, and they would probably die. And right. COVID is now a lot so less. That's when
1: it's yeah yeah
0: yeah. Um, okay. And so that's kind of why I always I, I, I took I don't know. Anyways, um, but so the short answer is it's no longer a pandemic. It's now an endemic.
1: Hey, I like, like the flu. Cool. But, Not like, really. Nah. Uh, I mean,
0: like, it's still problematic. It's still but, there, like, but it's,
1: like, it's, it's manageable, so yeah, to speak. Yeah,
0: but we didn't have to be here. Like, in 20 years, people are going to get a COVID... Some people are going to get their COVID shot once a month. Sorry, yeah. once a year. And some people are going to get their COVID shot once a year, probably at the same time. A- and other people are going to say, whatever, we don't need this, and they'll get sick every now and then and get people around them sick. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. But, like, this also could have just ended, like... In twenty twenty. Forever ago, yeah. 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 Um so I don't know. Um no, people are still getting COVID. I'm sure there there has been a wave of it from Christmas. There are people who hadn't previously gotten COVID got posted about getting it last week. Jesus Christ. I, I mean we finally Luca and I got finally got it like three months ago. I was like obnoxious. That was the
1: first time you got it? Yeah. I got it back way back when the first wave came, dude. And I just like honestly, guilty pleasure. I loved having COVID. What? Dude, it was amazing. I couldn't taste anything, but I, like, I got to lay on my fucking brand new comfy ass couch, watch Netflix, and play League of Legends for two weeks straight without any responsibilities, nobody breathing down my neck.
0: Okay, so that's the real real answer <laughs> for why this went shit was because people because covid gave people an excuse to do that to and that's what chill. society fucking just actually fucking
1: wants chill bro i chilled for so long that i was like i don't need to do this anymore let me go do something and feel productive <laughs> like literally <laughs> it's crazy
0: uh, I I get that. I mean, that's my those are that's my afternoon. the dog The dogs understand that there are going to be days when I get back into bed and they can lay alongside me until one p.m.
1: Right, and we're just gonna we're just gonna be here, guys. We're just gonna be here. Those
0: are the best days.
1: Yeah, dude. Yeah,
0: yeah. We're totally still technically in COVID, but I don't think we're ever getting out of it.
1: Yeah, that's hey. Fuck it. I'm here for the ride, baby. I'm here for the ride.
0: We could have avoided. I mean. I don't know about hundreds of thousands. Uh, There, there there didn't need to be this many. I don't know.
1: Yeah, there didn't need to be this many deaths, similar to the Gaza conflict. But uh, let's not jump into that right
0: now. I mean, (laughs) do we want to discuss it once in 2023? It's probably not gonna.
1: Yeah, now we got all of next year to fucking talk about it. Um, I was just gonna fire down my list because realistically, I I talked about all the important shit. Um, what else? I mean, I cooked a shitload. I I'm like super nice in the kitchen. Bought a bunch of cologne, shout out to uh, this dude Neff out in Philly, he put me on, Um, I flew my family out from Puerto Rico and North Carolina for Thanksgiving, that was awesome, bought a new mattress, my back doesn't hurt when I sleep anymore, I bought the purple mattress, the purple restore, not the memory foam one, but just the one that's, um, you know, mattress.
0: Interesting, okay. And
1: the firm one, my back is amazing. I uh, bought a plow truck so I could hopefully plow some snow. It hasn't snowed fucking once. Seriously, but we'll see, we'll see. I mean, we've got all until April because that's how New England works. Uh, I got visited by lunar moth. That was that was exciting right outside my door. Took it as an omen, and uh, that was that was dope. That was dope. Uh, took my girl to see Scissor. If you know anything about Scissor, she puts on an amazing live show. Uh, R&B, pop artist, definitely check her out. You'd probably dig her music. She's dope, like laid-back music.
0: How do you spell it?
1: S-Z-A. Okay. Uh, she's amazing. She's on Top Dog Entertainment. I don't know if she's still on Top Dog, um, but she's a really, really dope artist. I mean, you light some candles, you turn off all the lights, and you like have a chill night, throw her album on, it's a good time.
0: I'll check her out.
1: Yeah, she's awesome. Um, and I took my dad to the Celtics for his 60th birthday. That's wonderful. That was dope. And we ended up on the Jumbotron. So that was really cool. That's um, awesome. Yeah, that was awesome. That was awesome. That was like a that was that was another moment this year that it felt like the the torch was being passed, and mm. it's it's intimidating. It's it's um, not overwhelming, but it, but it's heavy. The weight is heavy. Um, but I feel like this is only the first year of that so um, the rest the rest is going to be easier. Gets easier from here.
0: Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Next year you'll be running into things you'll you've already experienced. You already have some of the answers.
1: Yeah, yeah. Try to help more people.
0: Uh, you reminded me of one thing I did, which is uh, going to the Cascada or Cascada concert, however it's fucking pronounced. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I, uh, I frankly forgot I had bought tickets. I paid like it was, it was great because like so I, I don't go to fucking concerts, but it, and it's in goddamn Boston. But it was at a nightclub, which I had been one, the, where, once before for the Slutcracker, which I also forgot about. But anyways, this, uh, this plate, I I was texting, they they were like for, uh, for tables. I was thinking it was like the Palladium. I could get a table for four, share with a few friends. Nope. 850 bucks comes with this bottle of champagne. And like, fuck that. I'm not trying to like list it down with eight people. That's not the vibe. No. Yeah. So, uh, but he was like, use this coupon code. So it was 30 bucks for me and Luca. Uh, we found, and it gets better. I mean, that was amazing. But we found a parking spot across the goddamn street. For free?
1: Um... Or like you paid the, the no, I think toll. I actually paid the
0: meter. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Boston's so where I actually it. fucking yeah, yeah. pay the meter.
1: No, you you have to because they'll hit you with a fifty or hundred dollar toll like that. Yeah, I
0: um, yeah, I still have.
1: <laughs> yeah, oh, actually, same, same, yes, same. Yeah. <laughs> that's dope. Hell yeah, fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, that was bucks. awesome. I
0: haven't I haven't like seen them in... I mean I so like one they have like twelve
1: songs. Like how the that's fuck K-da. are they still got? Why, why do I know that name? Every time I touch. Every time I touch, yeah, I get this feeling. Yes, that's crazy. Yeah, uh, and
0: anyways, they. uh, but but I have spent so much time walking to her music, and so I got to see her live. And it's probably my last concert ever, but...
1: (laughs) (laughs) But you went. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. You know Wiz Khalifa? Yes. One of his first songs sampled that song. Um, Oh, that's
0: fantastic.
1: uh, What's the name of it? Uh, Fuck.
0: It's okay, I'll look it up later, that sounds great
1: yeah uh i can hear it in my head it's something like we Party, all whatever whatever look it up uh cascada wiz khalifa yeah that song came out when i was in high school i was playing basketball with it and it was like it was somebody's ringtone and i was like i knew the the techno version of like i knew cascada's version of it i was like yo is that is that dude rapping over that i was like oh shit and lo and behold wiz khalifa becomes who he is today but like Whoa. That was the first, yeah. That was the first first time I ever. Yeah, got that's going to be
0: fascinating to listen
1: to. You'll enjoy it. You'll
0: enjoy it. I like. Um, have you heard. Uh, so I, I like Vitamin String Quartet. Have you heard, heard any of their things? Okay, vite, so they play. Vite, they play string instruments for pop music.
1: Oh, sick! sick. Yeah,
0: uh, but like you, like have you ever seen YouTube videos of two cellos? Yes. Okay, so it yep. sounds like that, but it's some forty-one or pop, uh, you know, oh, Blink okay, One Eighty Two. It, I get it. Green Day. That's dope. Uh, I love their Holiday, Green Day's Holiday by Vitamin String Quartet, because I can't stand the screaming part of Holiday. <laughs> but the music of the, 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 the wordless yeah, string just, music
1: just the instrumental. is just powerful. Yes.
0: Um, and it's a great way to listen to some of my favorite songs without fucking music.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, Hell
0: yeah. Although, actually, now that I actually think about it, I don't think I've actually listened to much string music this year. I just listened to much, a ton of tech now. Anyways, um, 2024. Any plans? Any... What are you excited for?
1: Um, I'm excited for my cousin's wedding. My cousin's supposed to get married. My other cousin. Obviously, I have a 100 cousins. Um, another Velazquez. He looks just like me. If me and him stand next to each other, bald with beards, you wouldn't be able to tell. Love it. Um, he's getting married in Hawaii. So, really looking forward to that. He's uh, also one of my closest, like, members of my family. That'll be sick. Um, looking forward to summer. We rent the beach house every year, going to Old Orchard. Um, looking forward to my son going to middle school in the fall. And uh, hopefully he sticks with basketball. I'm trying to keep him on it. He's, he loves it. He loves the game. Um, I would love to see him play uh, you know, at least in school, because that was something I never took seriously, because I was so shy. I never, uh, I never played with, you know, uh, organized sport. Mm. Didn't like did, Didn't did like it? I did soccer
0: for a season, but I had a lot more fun climbing the trees.
1: Yeah, it's it's it was. It's just I don't know. have it's a lot of pressure, especially as a kid when you're used to just mm. using it as an outlet for fun and so, working with other people. With, yeah, in it's, a different it's a way. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot. Um. But I'm excited for that. Excited for Nico. He's going to turn three. Um, he'll probably be in, you know, quote-unquote preschool. I mean, the the daycare that he's in now goes up to kindergarten. Mm-hmm. So he's going to get bigger. He's going to have more say. He's going to fucking do a lot. Um, yeah, I'm excited for One Piece to see where One Piece goes. It's
0: going to um, only get more popular. Yeah,
1: both the card game and the show, the manga. Uh phew. Else is happening next year? I don't know. Hopefully, I build my patio.
0: Oh, that'll be exciting! I have a
1: couple cookouts.
0: See, that's what I think I really want is a nice outdoor space so I can invite people over and that's socialize, my thing, dude.
1: I love summer outside. Love summer outside. I'll definitely go to Puerto Rico next year. Mark my words. I'll be in Puerto Rico for sure at least once. I might even go fucking January,
0: nice. whatever.
1: Whatever my wife lets me. Let's be honest. I'll, I'll be in PR. And yeah, man, fuck. We'll be doing this, hopefully, yeah. more often.
0: Yeah, I think that, so I'm, honestly, this is, we'll step into this next year. We're pretty much, everyone already knows it's there, thinks it's cool that we're doing it. We just haven't been sending out invites. Yeah. um, And also, I think it's kind of fucking great that we've done as well and as much as we have with as little effort as we've put into it.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, it's just, it's one of those things, man, it's like, I feel like energy is real, and what you gravitate towards you is is a thing. So, like, you put out good shit, you're gonna get good shit. Um, I don't feel like either of us have any malicious energy about any topic. Like, sure, maybe the, you know, there's there's a couple things that ground our gears, but like, I feel like for the most part, when we meet people, it's 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 always in good standing, and yeah. um, and with that comes good conversation and insightful conversation, and podcasting is about that. It's about insightful conversations, um, things that spark your mind, things that make you think, and things that make you want to chime in um, or at least listen to and hear more of, uh, something you, that educates you or gives you more information. Yeah, And I feel like we deliver a lot of that here on the podcast for Worcester but also for our greater audiences when we talk about hip-hop or computers or rights to repair
0: and so many of the other concepts we're talking to about, like even if they are local, they're about larger concepts. They apply,
1: yeah, they apply, and uh, I think that's what that attests to. Is, is we're not over here fucking bullshit or, or trying to trying to push an agenda or bullying people or anything like that. And, yeah,
0: uh, I, I like um, I like the way we record of you know all one session. I think that's unique, which is weird. Like it shouldn't be. It's just yes, it's long, but right. I don't know. People are this. This is I don't know. I uh, I realize um, most people don't realize I'm reading from a sign when I read that. Like, they think I'm I'm just spouting it from – I mean, because I am staring up at the ceiling. So, like – but anyways, we need to have that sign more prominent or in an intro email. But I don't think – people aren't worried about it. Like, I used to – I've tried to assure people, like, we just record – like, the reason I assure people how we'll edit it if they want us to is so they know we're – like – I'm worried that people are th- going to think we're going to cut, like, cut their words around yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and like make them sound like something they're different. And
1: no one's actually fucking for, concerned yeah, about that. It couldn't be further from the truth either.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No. It's exactly. Just, exact we just want
1: you to fucking. If we have you here, and it, it like more than anything, it, in this is for me more than anything. If you're in my presence, why would I want to manipulate that? If what we're doing is recording it.
0: Well, I'm getting like, into
1: politics. You know what I mean? Yeah, politics. But at the same time, it's like for me, it's if I can stand you in front of me and I invited you here, like yeah, <laughs> what well, you inviting you to set you up? Like, well, so it's not how I operate, not
0: deliberately. But yeah. I realize yeah, that yeah. unfortunately is what happens. I yeah. um
1: sometimes sometimes that is what happens, and it's like it wasn't deliberate. No, no. harm, no foul. Not everybody sees it that way, but you know, uh, say la vie.
0: I've decided that it's important we, our whole is to put people, you know what, honestly, I'll just right say it. Uh, Maria Montano, former District 4 candidate, we are not currently on good terms. I might reach out to her and try and change that, but we had a really big public in the Worcester Political Dialogue Facebook group falling out about three days after we had an episode with her.
1: Oh, and, that was the one that was here? Yes. Yeah. Oh, shit.
0: <laughs> yeah, and so, like, I don't think she's a bad person. Um, I'm not at all supportive of any of the behaviors she demonstrated in that moment. But also, I don't know, or her doubling down on them. But but what I'm really going for with, with this is um, this is, you know, how it goes badly. We yeah. Anyway, sorry, where I'm trying to go with this is the important part is, like, you know, I have, like, that, mo- like, right in, up until we were having that argument, she was excited to come back on the show with us.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, we leave people feeling empowered like they are happy with what like, you know, the the feedback I'm hearing from like our, our previous guests about what people are saying about what they said. Like we are we are not just putting people in a good light, we're giving them an opportunity to say something they otherwise might not say and I think it's important that we create that we continue creating a space for that.
1: Yes, yes, yes. More than anything that exactly that. Yeah. Hell yeah. So cheers to that man. Fuck yeah. yeah.
0: Um so I've finally got a trial coming up for the slum lord thing in oh, February. Shit. Yeah. I'm, oh, uh, yeah. That's literally February. Um, the most recent update is uh, we had uh, depositions scheduled, by, um, my, which is a uh, sitting down with uh, yeah. our attorneys and asking, you know, answering questions about things so that it can be used in court rather than testifying day yep, of yep. in court. Yeah, and uh, they ended up rescheduling and then canceling last moment. They said we were going to receive a focused inquiry. Short version is I think her lawyer's talking out of his ass and. We're going to win hands down, but I could be mistaken. Um, This could be a massive shit show, Uh, but I think I'm going to end up getting a bunch of money and winning this, but there's also a possibility I end up owing some money. We'll see. Um, Hey,
1: yeah, roll the dice, baby. Roll the dice. Yeah.
0: Um, So, I don't know. We broke 250K (sighs) this year. I think I'm going to aim for 400K revenue next year and a million in 2025. Cheers. And that's terrifying, but also, you know, it's just a matter of what we're scaling, not growing at this
1: point. Yes, yes, yes.
0: Um, That being said, I've also realized I'm bad at money and time and shouldn't be responsible for planning or tracking either.
1: Yes, I am (laughs) the same way, dude. One thing I I plan on doing uh, starting next year is rebooting my ledger. Yes. Just take a ledger every day of the money I spent and the money I made. So, you know, there's a bus of pluses and minuses. Yep. Plus and minus at the end of the day. Plus a minus at the end of every five days, plus a minus of every ten days, plus a minus of every thirty days. Okay, do that and judge every thirty days and be like, okay, what did I do different this month? What did I do different that month? You know, and go like that. That was the best I ever did in my life.
0: Yeah, how the hell did you actually hold keep that ledger?
1: Just kept it in my pocket. Okay, so you actually just did it
0: every transaction. Every
1: transaction makes sense to the point that people were sketched of me, (laughs) but which was okay. So I would yeah. tell them and I would show them. I don't got nothing to hide, dude. No, well, this is here, the number I just look. numbers. Yes. Look, look. You know? No, that's great. Um, but it kept me on point. So I'm I've rebooting always... that. I'm rebooting my juicing. I'm rebooting um my dieting. Um, uh, and when I say dieting, people are like you're going to eat salads. Nah, I'm going to fucking eat a bunch of cheeseburgers. Like for me, dieting is putting on weight, healthy weight,
0: because hmm.
1: I'm I'm strength building. Like I'm in I'm in the I'm not in the gym running for two mm-hmm. hours. I'm in the gym literally like throwing around weight, trying to test the limits of my strength, so I need the calories um that's what's ahead of me this year um and shit, I had something else on my mind too when you were talking earlier, but I completely forgot it as far as what's coming up this year you talked
0: about money was it time
1: money time no um but no yeah that that's that's big for me this year is is diet gaining healthy weight um Shit, there was something else that's coming up this year. You were talking about the pod, people having a space to speak. That's all right. It'll come to me. We I'll have a whole year to figure it out. Yeah.
0: Um, I might be starting... Uh, so the concept right now is Neuroqueer Coworking Club. And it's effectively, uh, during the day, internet cafe with less of the cafe. So more of reliable internet and a Keurig. Um, and in the evening a meeting spot because frankly there's not a good spot for groups of people to meet other than bars and restaurants and meeting halls yeah. and all of them are affiliated with a they're either very for profit or they're affiliated with a political or otherwise organization and we need a space that people can meet to to you know organize for political or other stuff um you know there isn't really a a, a good queer-centered space in Worcester, and this space I was talking to you and Travis about last time that I'm going to show you after this, um, I'm in talks with my landlord here, and it makes sense to him to rent it to the tenant from on the other side, and it's all one electric bill anyways, Um, and it's a, a weird layout, but anyways, I'll show it to you afterwards, but where I'm going with this is it might be, in theory, a... You know, a bunch of tables that people can just sit at and, and have one-to-ones, get to know each other at, build relationships around uh, yes. the city to, to, um, during the day, um, but without having to spend 7 bucks on a coffee or 15 bucks on a sandwich to be able yeah, to, to hang out. Yeah, um, but then there's also a different space that's like a dedicated, I'd be putting um, these sound pads. All around there, and uh, it would be the cave, and that would be... So my thinking is, like, this is a neurodivergent space. This is a... I go into this room if I want no one to talk to me. I yeah. go into this room to focus. This is the cave. Yeah. And then over here is, you know, it's well-lit. There's a coffee machine. There's, you know, a snack ball. And so my thinking is that this space is going to be not member-funded, um, grant-funded, because this qualifies for a lot of different things. It's yeah, helpful. Like yeah, and... But also, I don't want to take from the people – like, this is supposed to be a resource for the people, not uh, – you know, I'm not trying to compete with other spaces. I'm trying to provide a space. Just add, yeah. Yeah, and – but also, um, the front would be business incubator. And by that, what I really mean is a bunch of mailboxes and a directory, like a, like a, a list of businesses that are at that address. Yeah and being able to offer a park ave address to someone for a monthly fee is of actual value uh, to uh, like we could have people who start their business because they're you know so i don't know the exact most equitable way to equitable way to do it i was thinking like we give people 3 months to get off the ground and then it's like 30 bucks a month for a mailbox or something i have no yeah. clue i haven't looked at what any of this costs but i want to be able to make it easy you know so my employee has a 3d printer repair business and they use the storefront for the, um, for the, for the sole proprietor, yeah. and I walked them through the process, and frankly, we could offer that to everyone. I mean, they, they could use that with – can, you can get a sole proprietor from your house, but people don't seem to want to actually do that. Yeah. They want to have a separate place to receive mail, um, a place to meet clients – well, that's actually a separate... Anyways, um, there's also a room up there that might become another podcast studio. I was realizing, I want to still set this one up, but I might get one of the smaller um, roadcasters that only takes two mics to put yeah. up there, or something like that. Because yeah. it's, I'll show it to you later. It's a smaller room. But anyways, I might be creating a newer queer co-working club, and while that concept itself is cool, the big thing about that is I have realized even though I'm queer, like, I don't need any power of this. Like, I want to contribute my ideas, I want to be a resource, but I'm not trying to be on... I'm trying to create a board. Like, yeah. literally, a non with a board of directors. And I've realized I would be a... Um, auxiliary board member. Effectively, no power. Um, I sit in on meetings, I contribute my thoughts, and um, I'm... If someone else needs to leave the board, I can tap in because I've been there. And I would pretty much have five main board members and two. But, frankly, this board should represent the people it's going to actually support. And, well, yes, I am looking for a place I can go and sit down and use my laptop and not pay $7 for a coffee. I'm not really the target audience here. I'm just someone who – anyways, I've – so I'm trying to build a board and that's kind of the coolest part of this is that right. it's gonna be way bigger than me and because all of this comes down to team building at a bigger level. Yeah. I realize. And yep. that's honestly a huge mentality shift. I think twenty twenty four for me is gonna be the year of team team building.
1: Yeah, dude. That's important. And hey, to tie it into freaking real life, the uh the Game I've been playing the latest is Apex Legends. That's a 3v3 battle royale. You need a balanced team in order to get the W. You need a support, you need a DPS, damage per second, and you need somebody that's that's like a recon. You need somebody that's able to scout, that's able to uh, see what you guys need.
0: And if any one of those is lacking or doesn't communicate well with the others,
1: it yep. impacts yep. everyone. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. It all ties in, dude. It, it all does. ties in. But shit, man been a good day. It's been a good day. This uh, is great. Yeah, dude. I mean, we've still got the whole day ahead of us.
0: So our plan is 24 episodes in 20... Oh, well, that's... Oh, well, never mind. Yeah, wait, yeah, yeah. yeah. 24 yeah. episodes 24 in 2024. Episodes. Yeah,
1: Uh. 24... No, 21 episodes. It's 52 weeks.
0: No, I was saying uh, two a month.
1: Oh, yes.
0: But also, I just realized it's 24... 20, 20, 24, 24.
1: If we Ooh. do it right. 24 and 24. Right? Okay, I'm Let's writing that do one it. down. Hey. Twenty four and twenty four. That's a that's a
0: really good goal.
1: We're making it happen. Yeah. I don't give a fuck if I have to record from home on my deathbed.
0: No, we'll make this happen. This will be straightforward. We'll plan for every week and then do it once every. Well, oh, we'll plan for get some, every week get and some
1: fun people in here.
0: Yeah, this will be awesome. Honestly, that's scheduling is the fucking hard part. You know what? Maybe we shouldn't plan for availability every week. Maybe we should plan for availability every every. You know what? How do you feel about the concept of putting two two open days in our schedule every other week? Yeah. And then we'll schedule people or we don't, but if but, but those will be but in those other words th- those are our days. We don't have to think every single week do we have a podcast.
1: Yes. I'm with that. I like okay, that. cool. Perfect. Yeah. Awesome. 2 days every 2 weeks.
0: And then 24 we, and 24 baby. And then if we only fill half of those slots, we do this.
1: You still did it. Yeah. You're still accomplished. There we go.
0: Oh, uh, last thing before the end of the episode. Something I've realized I'm going – I'm setting up for myself for 2024. Um, ten habits that I'm going to try and do for 100 days. Now, the next year is a leap year, which means there's 366 days. Yeah. So I'm dividing that by three, 122. Yes. So for 100 days, I want to do the same t- – I need to just cross these ten habits off of a checklist every single day. But I'm allowing myself 22 fuck-ups.
1: Yeah. 22 days
0: where I didn't do You're
1: 1, 7, or 10 it, of these things. over, whatever. Exactly.
0: 22. And that's almost a quarter. It's plenty. Right. But I get to then feel good about that 100. And I'm creating myself a checklist. And so I realize this is systematizable for other people I to do. like
1: that.
0: Yeah. 10 habits that you do once a day um, for 100 days. And here's the important part. At the end of those 122 days, you reevaluate your habits. You tweak. You adjust. You write down different habits. What did I do well? What should I do differently <coughs> and better? And then you do that three times Sick. next year, and the real question here is, Where are you? What, who are you going to be going yeah, into 2025? How'd you end up?
1: Nice. I right? like that. Fuck, I'm writing it down.
0: Ten, uh, I, I haven't figured out their exact formula, but it's like 10-1-10 ten, ten or something like that. <laughs> I like it. Okay, uh, anything else to add before we end out the year? Jesus, fuck, it really is ending out the year.
1: Oh, uh, let me check my list one last time, but I think that was everything, dude. I uh, think that was everything. Had a good year. Had a good year. If you see me on uh, Steam, add me, at Pac-Man Ghost. If you see me on PlayStation Network, at Pac-Man Ghost. Uh, if you see me online, at Pac-Man Ghost. If you see me uh, in the streets, Pac-Man Ghost. I've been
0: realizing that people see me in the streets way too often because people fucking me. I see you all
1: the time, I just don't always beep. So yeah, like, it's, he so gets I see
0: Dallas wait, like, three times a Dude, week. he's everywhere.
1: He is literally everywhere. He's, like, a fucking genie.
0: Yeah, that's great. Um, but I've also realized that the, the glasses help. Uh, you know, they yeah. are iconic. That's true, it's true,
1: it's true. Yeah, no, it's, yeah. That's the, you're very identifiable. Yeah. Max.
0: tall, and I'm, yeah. Right. Tall,
1: glasses, hair, got <laughs> yep. him. That's it. Oh, my
0: God, the hair. It, it's getting that's so him. fucking. Yeah, I'm, uh, so, like, I, I'm i going to schedule with Dallas early next um year, but, like, I don't know. I'm, I'm unfortunately loving it. It just keep, people keep complimenting my hair. And I'm like, yeah, it's in my fucking eyes. And I'm like, yeah, it's beautiful. And I'm like, it's in my eyes.
1: I can't see. It's in my mouth now. And
0: they're like, yeah, it's really pretty. And I'm like, it's in my goddamn teeth. Like, they, they don't care. <laughs> anyway, um, and
1: yeah. <laughs> okay, great, great oh, end to the episode. Uh, we will see you all next year. Catch you next time. Peace.